We're live. And we're live. Bye, guys. Thanks. Uh, the Sevon podcast starting now, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. In, that's California time. And bye-bye. Hi, Kate. Hi. What's up? Not much. Just hanging. How was your bike ride? It was really nice. It's getting really warm, like we're going into summer, so it's been really good in Melbourne. Oh, what? Yeah. Southern Hemisphere, we have different seasons to you guys. Hobart, what makes seasons? I thought it was how close the Earth was to the sun and its elliptical rotation, which would mean that it's winter everywhere on the planet at the same time. Oh, perfect. That's my favorite kind of Hobart. <laughs> Muted. We're on an axis. Muted. We're on a tilt. I, 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 I'm back, baby. Yeah, it's on a tilt. The Earth's on a, on tilt, just like you're about to be tonight. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... but 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 why? But why? But why? Why is the Earth on a tilt? No. Why would it be? I don't understand what the tilt would be. Isn't it for some reason? God, my my, is it astronomy? My geography? My climatology? I don't. I, I always just scientology just, because it's further away from the sun. I believe that is why it, it would mm. be a different. Um, no, no, season. no, no. And also was, a different like face of the globe as well right like we're not on the same pot oh uh, no hey no one knows look at these these <laughs> goofballs were poo-pooing me and they don't even know i didn't poo-poo you oh shit look at wad zombie hey kate how's it no nope, don't say that do not say that don't repeat that i'm gonna nip that shit in the fucking butt but- that's amazing. Osh, like Auschwitz, Auschwitz, but Australia. It's actually, it's all starting to crumble a little bit, which is kind of interesting. So you got your guy Avi happens. there. That news reporter's dope. Avi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Rebel News, Avi. Yeah. Dude, I, I bet you it's just raining girls on him. <laughs> He's got a great name. He's handsome. He's got balls. I love him. Medium height, dark, and handsome. <laughs> Sousa, what's up? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, were you at the Fantastic. gym all day? Were you at the gym all day? Yes, fire station in the morning and then uh, gym in the afternoon. You're a fireman? No, I work out the firefighters. With, uh, oh, with the old uh, F45, you take that 45 over there? <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, yeah, I work out the firefighters. I show up at the station. We uh, do some strength training. We do some mobility. We get them sweaty. We keep them healthy. All right. I heard that CrossFit's good for firefighters. Thanks for doing this. The show is off to a running start. I have uh, I meditated for three hours today. No. <laughs> I was about to say, damn. No, I meditate 24 hours a day. That's just, that would be stupid <laughs> to say I meditate three hours a day. There's some cool videos of your wife with your kids doing some like quiet time meditating, which I love. She's a good, she's a good dude. Hey, I have really good news for the two of you, Kate and James. Ready? Getting a raise. If, yeah, kind of, kind of, if for some, you're, you're on the right track. If for some reason you guys were to get fired, I know exactly where you guys need to go to find your new job. The website is 
barbelljobs.com. It's a Is large this a real thing? job message board in Is the CrossFit community. Of course not. I would never take money from anyone. <laughs> what do you think? I'm some sort of whore? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she said it, man. I thought that she said it. Perfect. She's a mind reader. Uh, 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 barbelljobs.com where Hobart and Kate would go if for some reason something got squirrely. And uh, and it's where I would go if I wasn't just such a baller just making mad coin off of this uh, YouTube show. But it is a cool website. Check it out. So you can search for a part-time job. Uh, and it's bi-weekly, so that means it's like it's, it's open to all the sexual orientations. And you can be a head coach or a personal trainer. And uh, you can choose what country, Germany, Spain, Italy, United States, other, other. And this thing's just getting off the ground now. And uh, not only if you're looking for a job, but shit, if you're looking for high quality. Hey, CrossFit um, Rhapsody, amazing affiliate uh, down in Charleston. Amazing okay. affiliate. Let's see. Enough talking about uh, this uh, message board. Let's just click on that and see what's going on there. You've been to this? You've been to this gym? I actually have not been down there. I know both the owners really well. Um, I met one of them, one of the owners at a level two. We stayed in touch. Um, they were both coaches down at um, CrossFit Black Box in NYC before they moved down to Charleston Open Affiliate. But uh, just awesome place. They're always putting out really incredible media, just stories about their members and their affiliates. So huge fan of those guys and you all affiliates, you- but I know these ones. Do, when you say you stayed in touch, meaning do they have your phone number or you stay in touch through um, yep. DMs? Phone number. Wow. Phone number. Hey, Sousa, click on that Instagram link. Uh, yeah, right. Yep. Oh, that's my arrow that was on there. Yeah, click on that. Does that really take you to their Instagram? No. This message board is new, by the way, or it has new owners, and all that shit will be working smoothly soon. All right. Cool. Anyway, found that website the other day. I thought it was cool. Wanted to share it with the world. I'm all about people getting um, employed. The link actually worked. I think it just like uh, froze or something, had an issue because it did lead me to their Instagram page. I had it here. It just didn't um, switch the screen that I was sharing. So ah, our fault. Yes. Not, yeah. not www.barbelljobs.com's fault. That's right. It opened up to a new window and that window wasn't being shared. So barbelljobs.com. <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> oh man the live call in number is at the it's offline the tonight guys it is not offline I'm gonna, I need to moderate that <laughs> alright you okay I'll answer and you just talk to the people how's that no 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 you do such a nice job of it um, <laughs> but before I, I want to jump right into the news but I just want to I just want to show you guys one thing real quick on my Instagram account you guys mind? No, Go let's ahead. do it. Okay, so it, it's not my Rinsta account. It's my band account, and it's um, at Sevon Matosian. By the way, today I was talking to Matt, and he referred to me, Sousa, the producer of the show, and he referred to me as Savon. And then when I referred to myself, I called myself Savon. I wanted to throw up. I, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said my own name wrong. Okay, so if you look at my most recent post and you look in the comments – there's a guy it's and it, it's probably one of my best posts I've done in a long time. It's so fucking funny. What I say uh, it's, it's a podcast I did with Jason Hopper and I think I'm so funny in this, this line, but anyway, um, I'm just 
just talking crazy shit about Colton Mertens. And um, a guy comments, did Matt and Josh drop you? I haven't heard a Josh Matt Sevon podcast in a while. And my immediate response is, no, they're at your mom's house. <laughs> um, or they're busy with your mom, something like that, right? Appropriate. Yeah. But but I but I I'm a little reserved. I'm like, you know, that might be a little harsh, just like bam, right off the bat. And so I I I had already typed it out. And then I'm like, well, let me click on this guy's account. So I click on his account. And his name's Johnny Vasquez. Vasquez. And he's raised in Southern California, but living in Texas. Um, and uh, he has a GoFundMe link. I can only imagine what that's for. Um, but anyway, he doesn't follow me. So, so that means I that for some reason that's enough for me then to respond to him, and I'll respond to him now. Um, no. He, so the, once again, he said, um, "Did Matt and Josh drop you?" No. They've just been busy with your mom. <laughs> they've nailed it. Thank you. So I just wanted to, sh- they've just been busy. And I just wanted to tell you, like, show you how my brain works. Like, I get, like, if he was a follower, I'd have been like, okay, little, little pawn child, get you, my little minion, get back into the herd. Ha ha ha. <laughs> 10 burpees for you, but instead he got a mom joke. How's the news going, Hobart? That was it. That was the that was the comment you wanted to talk about. Barbelljobs.com. <laughs> News is good. I'm gonna keep it light this week. I appreciate it. Maybe a little political talk. Maybe a little political talk. So the small there was a big storm out here. This is the smallest passion fruit that fell off my tree. The rest of them are huge. But there's a little tiny one, so I brought it into my office to fidget with. Do you eat it? Yeah, you do. You cut this in uh, um I should mail you guys some. Eat that right now. I have a passion fruit tree at my house, but it's a it's like a new one, and I don't know if it's actually going to fruit or not. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna need tips. Um, some a lot of them are uh, um, ornamental. Look Mm. at Wad Zombie's comment. I don't want to give him too much attention, but (laughs) (laughs) oh shit! Oh, I'm telling you, this guy's. (laughs) <laughs> this is the guy who runs that meme account. It's, it's, it's the where it's just dudes just checking out chicks and chicks checking out dudes. The CrossFit, it's the CrossFit perv count. Uh, Wad Zombie responded after I read that comment about Matt and Josh being over at this dude's mom's house. He wrote, "I wonder in that scenario if Matt still finishes first." <laughs> Hey, this guy, Caleb, look at this guy, Caleb Beaver. C- oh, this is the guy you made the joke about last week. His initial, his name is C. Beaver, Hobart. Great name. Uh, that, that guy is the one who made, who's been, he's just been making my clips for me and sending them to me. Too bad no one sees him because I'm oh. shadow banned. But how nice cool work, is that? Caleb. Yeah, he's dope. And then there's another dude. I, sh- I think I should make that dude a moderator. How do I do that? I just click on him. Oh, I don't know. Can you make that dude a moderator, Sousa? Give me kind of like a ego hand job to make someone a moderator <laughs> and then there's another dude will brant or something who's been that's the guy did you see the promotion i sent you to the promotional post in our text thread where it's the sh- one for barbelljobs.com dot com no the um <laughs> the uh it, w- it was like to advertise this podcast coming it's like something you put in your story i sent it to you guys like two hours oh ago. yeah it was the instagram story thing yeah 
Yeah, Will Brandt, a guy named Will Brandt just makes those for me now. So anything I post that's coming up, he just does that for me. Oh, that's cool. And what do you guys do? You guys don't do shit for me, James and Kate. <laughs> I reshed it. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Do a podcast with me or some shit. All right. <laughs> a regular weekly podcast with me. I'll try. See if I can fit it in. You want to talk about Pop-Tarts? Oh, that's it. I saw that article too. Um, it's, it's, you're going to be surprised my, my stance on it. You're going to be surprised. Kate Gordon read my message a couple of weeks ago about quitting alcohol. That was pretty awesome. Pumped me up, made me increase my weekly workouts. I still drink like a fish and sleep around. All right. Well, in progress. <laughs> that's, that's not that's fake news. Uh, accurate reading of that comment. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite news stories. Um, and Christian Garcia, congratulations on your sobriety. Now back to the nice. news. Um, this is everything that's good about our country right here in this article. One, Pop-Tarts. Two, you can sue people and companies for anything. Kellogg obviously is being hit with a multi-million dollar, $5 million lawsuit alleging its whole grain frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts are deceiving consumers, failing to warn them that strawberries are not its only fruit filling ingredient not even that it's fake strawberries or i don't know it's just not its only fruit filling ingredient so i I think they shouldn't sue them because sounds like they're getting a bonus with other fruits the product's common or usual name of whole grain frosted strawberry toaster pastries is false deceptive and misleading because it contains mostly non-strawberry fruit ingredients Namely, cheaper pears and apples, the suit said, a violation of state and federal consumer protection statutes. Oh, who cares if you're eating Pop-Tarts? Anyway, consumers. (laughs) Yes, I'm with you, Hobart. I'm with you. Not for nothing. I ate a Pop-Tart every day for my first, pretty much every day for my first two years of college. Um, Consumers deserve to know that when they see something labeled as strawberry, it mainly contains strawberry. Words have to have some meaning. Solid logic, airtight in, in my mind. In a class action case, this is where we're going to hit uh, some, some obstacles. In a class action suit, you would have to show a common belief of how much fruit it has and what kind of fruit is in it, said the lawyer. That's going to be a difficult road to hoe. Maybe it's road to hoe. Um, other cases like this have occurred in the past. In 2012, Nutella agreed to stop running ads claiming its chocolate spread was healthy. <laughs> Settling class Nutella, also delicious, not defaming you. Settling a class action lawsuit by a California mother for $3 million. Damn. Yeah, good for her. Several food makers who claimed their products were 100% natural when they contain high fructose corn syrup changed their package claims following class action lawsuits in the 2010s. Um, I guess the lawyer that's handling this case says he's filed over 100 lawsuits against companies he alleges falsely advertise their products as vanilla. He said he just delights in identifying everyday consumer injustices. (laughs) Just remember, that's a consumer injustice uh, in going after them. Unlike many of his peers, he said he proudly files lawsuits instead of just issuing demand letters because of the structure they provide. Of course he's done a hundred. He's a fucking lech. Um, he doesn't give a shit. This is a great case. I hope. I hope Pop-Tarts wins. I hope you do. You hope Pop-Tarts wins? Kellogg's wins? Yep. Hey, do you know that there's a guy 
named David Woods who works over at CrossFit Inc. I do. And he is the one who he DM'd me and said, more or less, hey, my buddy wants to hey, buy should, Cross. Should, should I pull up barbelljobs.com right now? As you tell a story. <laughs> no, this is this okay. isn't a bad story. This isn't a bad story. Barbell jobs. Uh, so he um, he DM'd me and said, "Hey, my, I got a buddy who 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 uh, um, will write a check for nine or ten figures um, in the next like couple weeks to buy CrossFit." So I don't know if you know what ten figures is, but like I had to write that shit down. Like I seriously like got a pencil and put a one and then a bunch of zeros after it, and uh, and then. And then that guy ended up, you know, I shared the, I shared it with Greg, the, the DM and that guy ended up buying, uh, that guy's friend ended up buying CrossFit. Well, kind of not exactly like that, but, but pretty close. And anyway, so this guy, David Woods is somehow, and he's a, he's a cool dude and he's a, a, a great skateboarder. Maybe he used to be even better. Maybe he was even pro. I'm not sure. Um, and, and I know that because we've talked skateboarding because of my kids, but he, um, he's somehow related to the Kellogg empire. He's, he's like a grandson of like, or great grandson of the Kellogg dude. Well, let's tell him to put some more fruit in his pop tarts for crying out loud. <laughs> they were also behind, um, the mass, uh, male, um, uh, genitalia mutilation that still occurs in the United States. Massive, massive. And, uh, Kellogg's oh, was behind Kellogg that. was the whole eat grains. Cause uh, meat makes you sex craze. And and chop off the 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 penis, chop off the tip of the penis, rip off the nerve endings of the penis, so that I, I just grilled a we just grilled a whole chicken, butterflied it, and grilled this amazing. I thought you were going to say a whole foreskin. <laughs> um, we only buy them when they're on sale. You, you're on the on the you go to your local moyle, okay. ten foreskins for a dollar. <laughs> hey, can you imagine? What if you were like? What if you were a porn actress and you had to have sex with a hundred people, but then like you found out like at the end of the day, you slept with 101 people. Like it was like just a huge gangbang. And so you sued. Ah, I, I, I only signed up for a hundred and I noticed that in rewatching the video, there were 101. It's like that, this pop tart one. I'm uh, kind of, I, I'm curious to know at what point you read the ingredients and you're like, this, this really pisses me off like bad. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking find a lawyer to fix this. I actually think it's someone who's like sitting around coming up with this plan. Yeah. Who's like deliberately looking for it. Yeah. Just to make I, money. I don't know if this was a stroke of genius as they were um, ripping through a package of pop tarts and all of a sudden <laughs> flipped over the ingredients and said, you know what? This is just a real travesty. This person looking should get for all sued. the strawberry flavored fruit food going, yeah. where are the fucking strawberries? I don't think this is uncommon. I think that it's really common. Like you go to, a, a, I don't know if it's Jamba Juice or something, and you order a strawberry shake and it's 50% apple juice. I think apple juice is pretty much the base of most of these fruit drinks and fruit shakes. Serious. Like you, you, if, if you don't look at the ingredients or get the pure shit, it's how they sweeten everything. Mm. Haven't you guys noticed especially that before? With like, especially with juices because they actually need like more liquid to make it a juice, right? Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. I just think there are people out there who just look for look for things to criticize. <clears throat> None of them are in our comments right now. I won't point fingers, but uh Ben Hirsch, I've never Sevon, I've never heard you really talk about why you don't work out an affiliate. Notice the 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 wording of that. You are nonstop level one nuts and community aspect of CrossFit. No, I'm actually anti-community. You must not be listening to me closely. I think that people who think that this is a community have confused the experiment 
it's a scientific experiment, but anyway, um, but aren't really practicing what you preach, dude. Uh, I know that none of that makes sense, but if you're asking me why I don't go to an affiliate, is that what you're asking me? But I, but I, but I, I am not suggesting by any means that everyone should, um, if, if you need to go to an affiliate for the community, for the coaching, et cetera. First of all, I, when I worked for CrossFit, most of the time I was just traveling non-fucking-stop. And I did work out at HQ quite a bit with my cohort and my peers, hundreds, maybe not, maybe thousands of times. And that was before there was uh, the woke crowd. And, um, like, it was okay for girl, 19-year-old girls to see me overhead squatting less than them and to go, Sevon, you're a bitch. And me laugh and be like, yeah, I know. So, um, but I do, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, who said that to you? That doesn't matter. Hey, I have a question uh, Miran- for you. Miran- uh, not Miranda, uh, uh, t- t- not the girl who came after Tyson, uh, after Miranda with Tyson, uh, the filmmaker. Maria? Mariah. 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 Mariah said that to me one time. Um, do you have a favorite CrossFit benchmark workout? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, one of my favorite workouts that, that used to be was, you know, when you um, just uh, put up 20 random numbers in a row and you um, one through 20 and then you have to do the burpees on the minute of that number. I really liked that workout, but that's not a benchmark workout. No, I don't really have a. F- oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I uh, I think I, I don't want to give him credit for it, but that may have been a Pat Sherwood idea. Um, I what's the uh, I think I like Nicole. Is, is Nicole the one where you do, I used to do Nicole laws? That's the one where you run four hundred meters and do as many pull ups as you can. Yeah, great workout for four rounds. I really like for that. twenty minutes. Yeah, you uh, might have only oh, achieved four rounds, but. Um, I liked, uh, I liked, uh, Eva T, but I, but I, but I, I, I could never do the two pood every, every time I tried, that's what the two pood, right? Yeah. Every time I tried it, my back would go out. No, Fran's not my favorite. I I, I mean, I want it to be my favorite, but, but I, it's just not, but I really want it to be. Oh yeah. Grace. I was a fucking grace nut. Those days are over though for me. Those days are over. When I come out, we're going to do Eva together. Okay. I'll do um, – that's GHD sit-ups, kettlebell no, swings, no, that's the, uh, and 800 meter run? kettlebell swings, and 800 meter run. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I won't do – No, you're the... going to use a two-pood. We'll just split the reps together. <laughs> it's about time you swim you, you swing dude, that thing overhead. Dude, I can barely you, deadlift a two-pood right now. It's about time you swing right that thing around. What's oh, your uh, favorite benchmark? Oof. Um. I like a lot of the new ones that came out recently, but I think Helen's my mm. favorite. I think I just, Helen just, it makes so much sense to me as a, as a workout. That run, was the first benchmark I ever did. Run kettlebell swing, uh, pull up, which is, I don't know. Weightlifting, gymnastic, monostructural. I just think it's absolutely perfect. Yours? Kate likes uh, the total. She's just a fucking meathead. I, you know what? Total was my, one of my first like favorite. I'd, I'd beg for total every six months, but, um, I really love nasty girls and I think oh, it's because I've just always too. had a hard on for the nasty girls video from like, you know, way back in the day. <laughs> that was just like one of those videos that I was like, fuck yes. 
That was a good one for me. And with all those old, old videos with squatting, it's great because I think most of the times they squat to a medicine ball and yeah, they're literally they just they're smashing their asses into that yeah. Dynamax ball and bouncing <laughs> they're, off. And it. they're like literally at, at the top as well. They basically fly because they're going they're so jumping. fast. Yeah. <laughs> that is and a then there's strict uh, muscle ups on the low rings. It's great. And as I say, I watched, um, I watched Greg Amundsen do heavy Fran and he looks just like an action figure. And, and that was the video. I saw that video and that's when I was like, I need to do CrossFit. Like that's what pushed me over the edge. Mm. I still don't look like him. Never probably will, but I've, <laughs> I've, it's not for lack of trying. Oh, please. Okay. Next Lone, week, I'm, next week you're, the picture I'm promoting this podcast is you with your shirt off. I'll send you one. I have some great thirst pics of you, you and Maliolo and Froning. Oh, from that uh, that time we came down and we did that Hanson walk pegboard. God, you guys were blown up. Yeah. That wait, you didn't do. Look at those hand cleans in the back. Mm. What a, this is oh, this is such a special video. I had Annie on the podcast. The I other just day. love the flare pl- like pants, like the flare <laughs> yoga pants. <laughs> All of the outfits are so far ahead it's of their so time. <laughs> I think Nicole's wearing is Nicole wearing weightlifting shoes. <laughs> God, I hope so. That's oh, perfect. You think I can get Nicole on the podcast? Hmm. I'll put in a good word for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think you might need it. <laughs> oh. I uh I don't remember. You're gonna, where you're gonna have to take that barbells.com shit down for sure. <laughs> The, the 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 last the last time we interacted it's been a while i can't remember but she said something nice to me i said hey do you want to do you want to come on my podcast and then it was just crickets i was like all right i get it i understand pushed it too yeah, well. far my fran time my fastest fran time has never been good it's it's, it's I, I i almost feel like i'm lying if i tell you it's like 521 like i might be lying like it I might think, be 541 i think that's good Mm. Is it? I think if you have a sub 10 minute Fran time, like your Fran fitness is You're right. very well intact. I agree. I agree. I don't know if I could, I would, I would try to do Fran now in like 20 minutes. Like I have no business, like super, super fast repping 95 pounds. Got to get off that assault bike. I'm going to, Kate's is, Kate's is, Kate's is slow like mine too. Cause she gets all blown up and can't even get her hands up over her head in the final <laughs> round. Her last Have you ever out. seen Kate work out? I have, I have. I'm just okay. making fun of her for being a meathead now. <laughs> All she cares about is armpits. Armpits. Yeah. armpits I'm only safe because I have I have good overhead mobility. Thank God. She she refuses to do kipping pull ups because she won't get a good pump of her lats. Actually, somebody messaged me because I have uh, my pull up bar like jammed into a brick wall, and somebody was like, "Don't do it. That's bad news." I was like, "Oh." He's like, "There's a lot of force going into that that pull up bar, and those bricks are not going to do well with it." How big of a lag did you put into it? How big of a lag? I can you translate that? Like a bolt. Like bolts. Yeah. Um, they're they're big. They don't go all the way through. Um, but they're like special ones to like hold it in. And there's like six bolts on each like arm to attach it. I, did you I, like, like it doesn't did move. you like did you do it you installed it all yourself no i did not install it myself oh, okay. somebody well i had to have a special drill to like get it yeah. put in so yeah somebody somebody came and put it in did they put epoxy in there when they put the with the put the screw in i don't know did he squish really any goo did you see him squish goo in there it's called I don't it's called epoxy think... in australia <laughs> 
epoxy. I think it's epoxy. I don't know if they used epoxy when they did it, but um, it was fucking hard to put in. That's for sure. I actually reposted that video of you doing that, and I had those same exact concerns. And I watched that video over and over because I was trying to see if that pull-up bar had any wiggle, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It, you can like hear it squeaking a little bit. So I think it is like there's some movement happening at the obviously the outer end where I'm hanging off it, but like it doesn't budge at the moment. So we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. One day there'll be a video that I'll put up. It'll be me fucking coming down with the pull-up bar and there'll Dude, be a hole in my patrol. Triple linguini right off that thing. <laughs> I saw this yeah. viral video once. I think it was from it was from Australia or New Zealand. Um, and I know there's a difference. But they were talking about deck sealant and the guy's accent. It sounds like he's saying dick sealant the whole time. Dick. It's, just, <laughs> it's just interviewing Australians people. Australians and, like, and New Zealanders, as far as like, like accents, Australians give New Zealanders so much shit because when we say dick, it sounds like dick there you to go. them. There was a uh, there was a there was a Saturday Night Live skit like that with um, Michael Jackson's sister. What's her name? Janet Jackson. Janet. Janet The corkers. The the wine cork. Oh God! What was that? Cork soakers. Yeah, cork soakers. (laughs) We're all very good cork soakers. (laughs) Make a clip of that. Make a clip. Oh, because I mean that's beautiful. It was like Horatio Sands and uh, Jimmy Fallon. And uh, uh, who is the, the small, the little guy who was in Night at the Roxbury's was in it too, I think. Oh, God. I can't remember. Great video. Holy cow. Oh, mate. Horatio Sands was epic. I watched that too many times. That's the recommendation of the week right there. Cork Soakers <laughs> Saturday Night Live. What, uh, what is your friend time, Kate? Um, Fastest I think ever. My best friend time is about 224. Woo! No judge, no judge. We have a guy in our gym who did a Fran in 152. That's I so think he had like the world record for a little while. What but he's is one the of those people record? that's like, I think it's around like the 150 something. Oh, and yours, Hobart? Um, I think right around 220. Nice. Man. It's been a long, I'm due. It's been, it's probably been a couple of years. You pull the bar down? On the thruster? Yeah. You have to. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're gonna i mean not, you don't have to like you know but if you're gonna try and push toward that two minute mark i think you have to yeah i always i brace for impact for me the thruster 95 pound thruster is like just a stupid wall ball just <laughs> aim ready fire and then just brace for impact try to guide it right back bam Ugh. it'd be cool to like revitalize that benchmark just just up it a little bit just like a 24 24, 18, 12 or something. See what people do with it. Just a little, just a little beep. Oh, that round of 18s. Oh. Gross. Mm. Oh, all right. You guys want to talk about long? Forward, that's some forward thinking. I wonder if you can get fired for that. That's like back in the day saying <laughs> that uh, what Galileo said about the uh, earth goes around the sun. Mm-hmm. I think he paid the ultimate price for that, right? I think he did. So you want to fuck with a word. I mean, it's a great idea. I agree with you, but I, I think you could be hung for that. It's like blasphemy. <laughs> Hanged. What'd I say? Hung. Yeah, I'm hung. That's different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't had a Pop-Tart no, they, in 15 years. That. I haven't had a Pop-Tart in 30 years. I, I haven't ha- I've had less than 20 Pop-Tarts my entire life. I have not had less than 20, but I don't remember the last time I had one. I'd like to have one again. We don't really have them here. They they only brought them in because they're popular in America. Otherwise, they're like kind of not really a thing here. Mm. 
America does have we have we have some we have the best junk food. You it guys do. In, you have the best cereal, um, for sure. Yes, and we have um, hamburger helper and corn dogs, which a good friend of mine who's from Melbourne had never had one before. He needs to get one. Yeah, I've only had corn dogs in the U.S. I don't oh. think I've had hamburger helper. That's great. Um, I, I ordered liverwurst. Have you guys ever had liverwurst? Oh. Is it bad? Oh. I heard it's like I ordered I, liverwurst and it's like heart and liver and it's supposed to be um like good for you, like or a way to get organ meat. Can we do a I little tangent here? Yes, please. We're always tangenting. So you mean get back to the news? No, no, I don't want to do that. I want to uh, <laughs> this liver thing. I have a lot of questions about it. I've been talking to some friends who are doing it. They're following the liver king. They're eating raw liver. <laughs> They're doing the desiccated, desecrated supplements. And um, is it one of those things where it's like, like how much is it actually adding, right? So it's like, is it one of those things where it's like, we're just looking at the sand and not taking care of the big rocks first? Like, you know, if you're still shitting in your gas tank, like who cares if you're putting like, you know, you're hanging fluffy dice from the mirror to upgrade your car. Like it doesn't matter. Like, is it like how beneficial is it compared to all the other things you could or could be doing? I mean, if it makes I mean, me look it- like that, isn't that always the case though? You know, with some of the stuff, it's like yeah. if it's Liver King and he's the guy that only eats raw meat and like fucking does these uh, simulated hunts as his training. Like if he's doing all those things and the 1% thing is that he, he eats organ meats on top of that, then fucking awesome. But I think most people probably just need to eat meat and veg, not seeds, some fruit, little stuff, no sugar, right? Yeah. Oh, know. dude. I, yeah, I, I had uh, this guy on today. He was a, a he has a PhD. That's him eating testicles. I've actually heard they taste pretty good. I think the liver is the worst tasting one. Like heart is apparently pretty good. <laughs> testicles, haven't tried them, but uh, this guy was on my podcast this morning. His name is Chris Master John. He's a PhD oh, wow. in nutritional science. You know who that is? Yeah, I've read a lot of his work, and uh, he has some videos on YouTube. Uh, where he basically says liver is the most nutritionally complete, fulfilling, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure exactly what word he uses in the world. Um, I, I, when I see the liver king, the last video I saw of the liver king eating liver, he had mixed it with like maple syrup and salt. Mm. Yeah, that's his like, he always does it that way, maple syrup and salt. So um, someone says, uh, anabolics make you look like that, James. I think that's I so think anabolics I, is so like steroids. I'll start eating those. Where do I get them? <laughs> do those come from? Can I go buy those at Whole Foods? <laughs> eat it raw with maple syrup and salt. <laughs> do I need? Yeah. Do I need to season anabolics, or can I just take those? Do how how long do I cook those? Yeah, I don't know. I just wonder. I think that stuff is really interesting. You know, like how healthy could you possibly be? Um, but again, it's like. It's almost like a bit of a trend thing, right? Like the liver, it's like a little, little bit trendy. And if you're seeing old mate Liver King doing his badass shit, you're like, fuck, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, you, you see him and you're, he's compelling. I, I do not, not like the taste of liver. It is, it is nutritionally dense, right? It's like the most nutritionally dense food you can get. Liver. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm seeing someone saying um, – I'm seeing someone say, who was it? I'm trying to remember who, but basically just eat meat and apples. And there was one other thing and they did it for like three months. And they said that the transformation they got was, was not as extreme as the liver King, but, but pretty fucking extreme. Just meat and apples. And I think, you know, Hunter McIntyre, I think was on that diet for a while. Just meat and apples. 
Stefan, I'm going to keep annoying you with this, but you need to have Dave Driscoll on the pod. I know we're trying to. It's it, we, Dave Driscoll. He owns like Bali CrossFit or some shit, and he's always CrossFit in a speedo. Wonderlust, yeah, he's yeah, awesome. I, I I really really want to have him on. It's just a timing thing. Like he's stubborn and I'm stubborn. Uh, he's like in a whole. He's like on a different planet time zone problem. Well, somebody, all right, somebody DM me some way to eat liver. And if I have to eat it raw, whatever, someone DM me where to get it. Cause I'm going to do, um, I'm going to get a blood test at the start of November. I'm going to, I'm going to quit caffeine for three months and I'm going to clean up my shit and then I'm going to get my blood work done again. So I want to see what happens, but I hate it. It's easy to get. It's so easy to get. It's so cheap. Like it's ridiculously cheap. Go to any butcher and ask for like 500 grams of liver. We don't have butchers here. We just have Walmart. So I got to find Okay, go online and find a a farmer that will post out some liver to you. And then all you need to do is freeze it and then grate it into your ground beef when you're making like pasta (sighs) or something. Okay. You won't, you won't take, well, no, I'm not going to tell you, you're not going to taste it, but it won't taste as bad as eating it on its own. I have done that before, but I will try it again. Ooh. Yeah, homemade liver pate. I have not successfully made it, but (laughs) that's another story. I've done the cod liver oil. Yeah, Rosita, that's the cod liver oil I have. Also tastes like crap. Yeah. James, mix liver with ground beef. Okay, I'll do it. That's what I was going to do too. Mix it with ground beef, fresh herbs, onions, garlic. Cool. I met a lady who said she just like cooks it like steak and just eats it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm I'm so impressed. Yeah, my she dad, like, my dad loved liver and it was like, oh god, the smell of it cooking just mm. maybe I'm just I'm just weak. I'm just mentally I'm just weak. I'm not the liver king. Well that's I'm why the I appendix king. I'm gonna start it. eating appendixes. <laughs> All right. And Hinman, I'm how, what am I going to do after boxing? I've been into boxing and the only sport I've been into for the last, I don't know, 10 years is boxing and UFC. So I don't know if I'm ever switching. Although sometimes I have guilty conscience for watching fighting and enjoying it. All right. Pop tarts. Okay. Loan forgiveness. Look at Matt leading from the back. Just pushing it. He was about damn time. Yep. Um, 37 minutes, second news story. Since taking office, the Biden administration has approved over $9.5 billion of student loan relief, a significant but still relatively small percentage of the over $1.7 trillion worth of student loans that Americans still collectively owe. On the campaign trail, Joe Biden, President Biden issued his support for... um, what does that say? Love you, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, President Biden issued his support for some form of student loan forgiveness. And since then, House and Senate Democrats wow, have repeatedly urged Biden to broadly forgive up to $50,000 of federal debt through executive order during his first 100 days in office. Biden has repeatedly pushed back against these calls, stating that he will only support up to 10000 of debt forgiveness and that he would prefer Congress craft the legislation. I think that's a good response. Um. The article went on to discuss that student debt is largely an equity issue. Black student borrowers, for example, are more likely to take on student debt, more likely to take on more student debt, and more likely to default on that debt. And they are more likely to have left either college or graduated without a degree. The Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program is not working, the article continued on to say. 98% of students who applied were denied, and that's unacceptable. We need to do better. We need to make it simpler. So our hardworking educators, our hardworking nurses, we talk about thanking them. Well, let's thank them through good policy and good practice. Let's make sure that 
were following through on the public service loan forgiveness program that Congress wanted over 10 years ago. Does this fix the problem? No, it's it's crazy to think that the color of someone's skin has anything to do. <laughs> it's a fuck. People are fucking crazy. I don't even know how they just slipped that into the article. It's just so fucking racist. They want you to read into it and make the racist generalizations. They have no that person who writes that article has no control of what we do with that information, how we run with it. Oh, all black skin people, they, they, they get, they get the money, then they don't pay it back. And then they don't graduate from college. I mean, it's, it's just fucking racist bullshit. Choose some other fucking metric that unites us. Choose like, um, kids who uh, uh, choose a correlate that's bigger than skin color. That's more relevant than skin color that we can actually use to improve our situation. Because when you just use skin, skin color has to do with your receptivity to the sun. Nothing else. That's the only real thing. Everything after that is just a social construct. It's just it's just not fair. It's not fair to it's not fair to all of us of any skin color. It's nasty. It's mean. It's malicious. It's divisive. If you're not going to agree with me, don't say anything, Hobart. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm just moving on. Uh, no, so I don't. You can't forgive people the loan because you um, because there's a problem. So whatever the problem is, the problem has to be fixed, and then we can talk about forgiving the loan. Do you know what I mean? So whatever the problem is and why people can't pay them back or schools are too expensive or everyone shouldn't go to college or we shouldn't be – we can't like – because really what we're doing is, is we're, not forg- we're not just forgiving these loans. Someone else is paying for it, and who is it that's paying for it? And it the taxpayers, and it's not fair to the taxpayers, to all of us who are paying taxes, unless you have a problem. Because you, it, we're going to have the same problem in another 10 years because they're going to give out another $1.7 trillion in loans. So let's fix – let's not put new tires on the car while all the tax are still out on the road. Let's pick all the tax up, and then we'll give everyone new tires. God, so I'm what, good. That's, that's what I'm getting at. The tax on the road, that was a really nice analogy. Um, Thank you. You know, I wonder – and I don't know anything about this. I'm really curious to research into this um, because it was something I went through and I would say I was someone who had um, had a fair amount of support going through this process. But when I went through my student loan applications, there was a lot I didn't know as far as, far as my family's passing down financial education was, was very minimal. Um, you know, what sort of access do children have regardless of upbringing, um, ec- economic background in terms of education on how to pick a student loan that's favorable to them or that will actually work? Or what is the ROI on taking out a loan and actually going to different colleges? I just, I wonder what other tools there are out there, you know, it's like to help put people in a more advantageous position, should they have to take out a loan when they're, when they're, when they're kids making these decisions, like my parents did not make this decision for me. And I was very fortunate to be able to pay back my loan and receive a scholarship. And I went to community college for two years. Like I Me too. Was, was pushed into some good decisions, but um, personal responsibility aside, I know it's not always as easy as like, all right, take accountability for the fact that you made a really stupid financial decision. At the same time, you had no tools to make a good one. Like, how do you, how do you take mm. the tax off the road? I guess is my question. Mm. Uh, stu- student loans are 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 definitely a problem. It's hard, right? And I and I sympathize with the people, but they did take the money. Um, I, I'm going to say something here. 
when my kids were born, I put, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the day they were born, but somewhere in the first five years, I put $10,000 in the bank for each of them, not in the bank. I invested it in just your fucking really, really aggressive mutual fund, something like that. I know people are going to DM me and be like, holy fuck, what's the scoop here, Sevan? It's not fucking rocket science. It's like what it's, 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 it's idiot investing. And when my kids are 77, that $10,000, if I don't add to it, will be seven, will be $11 million. So they'll each have $11 million when they're 77 years old. And how that works is, is that there's a formula that basically every seven years, the money that you invest into an aggressive mutual fund, which is, which is a very safe way to invest your money, it um, will double. So it goes 10,000, 20,000, 40,000, 80,000, 160,000, 320,000, 640,000. And now you see now it's going to get fun, right? Like the first, the first, you know, 60 years suck. And then all of a sudden shit starts happening. Right. Um, so when you think about spending money in college and you think about putting money away for your kids for college, maybe you're better off just investing the money and, and, and maybe not telling them and, and, and doing something else with them, get them a black belt in jujitsu, teach them to become the world's greatest, you know, pottery designer. Um, I don't know, but College is, uh, I would rather know that I have $11 million coming my way in another 20 years than have gone to college. Even though I really enjoyed college, don't get me wrong, but it was mostly because of girls drinking and partying. Yeah. Do you guys think that having a college degree is essential or is it something that you would push your kids to do? No, absolutely not. I just, I wish there was more information out there about like, I read this article when I was in law school and it was a law professor wrote an article. It was um, return on investment of law school targeted toward what specific profession in law you wanted to work in, um, how much lo- how much money you had to take out as a loan and what tier of school you were going to. If you're going to like this ex- super expensive, prestigious Ivy League school. And it's like, I wish more information like that was available when I was undergrad, high school, it's like, why the hell am I taking a home ec? Like that should be a class, like <laughs> how to choose a student loan or something like that. I think that would be really cool. But um, cause that in- information just doesn't exist. Yeah. It seems you know? like there's like a big piece missing from like educating people when they're young. Like I remember in Australia and in New Zealand, like you kind of do some, or maybe it's not even a class. It's something like the banks come in and talk to you about like opening up a bank account and saving money. And what happens is they, there's something really fucked up about it where they get your details and you start your bank account with them. And then as soon as you turn 18, they will give you a credit card, like something really just backwards where it's like, they come in on this premise of educating people about using a bank and saving money and all these good things. And then ultimately end up using that to get people into debt. I, I I've, I've had so much debt to where the credit card companies are calling me nonstop. I made a, I went through, I had saved all this money when I was homeless and then I used it all to, to make a movie. And then I went like 60,000 in debt and credit cards. And it was a fucking crazy five years. It's just my phone, just nonstop. Right. Just people just in, it's crazy. It's crazy. It was, it was absolutely nuts. And I, I don't know. I, I guess it, I, somehow eventually it went away. Like I paid it off or something. Dead is fucking wild. Hobart, am I allowed to answer this? It's from yeah, Louisville. Yeah, let's do it. I, this is a good topic. I hope someone has some insight for it. It's from Louisville, Kentucky. Let's see. Hello. Hello, Mr. Louisville. How are you? Doing great. Just got back from jujitsu. Oh, nice. Got my. Under two weeks. You got your what? So, 
my butt handed to me several times for 90 minutes. Oh, nice. 90 minutes. Yeah, it's 90 minutes jujitsu class. And uh, a 50-year-old uh, rolling with 20- and 30-year-olds, it's, it's sort of rough. So, But after experience this, I, I, I called in a couple weeks ago. I um, paused on CrossFit paying for my affiliate going in the mornings and just doing, work, doing CrossFit at home, trying jujitsu while, but after experiencing this and sort of testing my fitness, I was just curious if y'all had watched the Spartan games with uh, Hunter and um, uh, Sam Briggs, and they had a bunch of different athletes back at the beginning of the year at the Spartan um, there, and they, they actually put them in a pit, and they had to wrestle each other out. How would y'all think that would be in the CrossFit Games? I saw I had a couple of friends, two friends, Christian Harris and uh, another buddy of mine, Wad Doc, competed at that out, out at that event. I saw that they wrestled. I just I think the only issue with that in testing general fitness is that if you have somebody who's a specialist wrestler, they could probably be pretty unfit, and they would just wreck a lot of the other athletes. Um, I don't know. I get the whole idea of like applying fitness to fighting and trial by combat, which is pretty exciting, but. I don't know. I don't think it fits in the games personally. I mean, could you argue the same thing for something like swimming though? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like fit swimming falls into that, like CrossFit fitness test category, like different modality type thing. It would be, it would be fun. Mr. Louisville to what's your name? Matt, Matt, it would be fun to see Colton Mertens throw Tim Paulson, like out of a, like fucking three feet in the air. (laughs) Yeah. Just yeah, choking everybody out. Just see Justin Justin Medeiros just fucking put uh, Fikowski in a triangle, and you know how like they you know how, like they sit on each other's faces and shit in the UFC. They get in those compromising positions and shit. It'd be fun to see yeah. some of that. That'd be cool. Just disrespecting. Just I would enjoy the it. Champ. Yeah, it would be fun to watch. It'd be it'd be messy. And the People girls couldn't do it because everyone knows girls can't fight. They'd be like slapping <laughs> each other and scratching and shit. It would. It would be messy. Like what girls practice fighting or wrestling? Did you say girls can't wrestling? Fight and look at and Kate's like Kate's like supposed <laughs> to slap me around. She's like, you're like, absolutely right. Do you know what? I think that's accurate. I wouldn't fucking have any idea how to fight. Oh man, I'd you know what's crazy? Yeah, but that's not you know because crazy, you're a girl. Though? That's just because you don't know how to fight. Um, there are <laughs> it's, it's because she's black. And black people don't know how to fight. Everyone knows that. They have an unfair advantage because of their skin color. <laughs> hey, um, you know what's crazy though? If you CrossFit is kind of like the UFC, like that. If you look at girls fighting in the UFC, ten like I don't know if they've been fighting for ten years, but whenever they first came in, like like Dana White said, girls would never fight in the UFC, and now they fight in the UFC. And dude, like this woman Shevchenko, she might be like she's not just a good fighter; she's a, just one of the greatest martial artists who ever lived. And this Rose Namagunas, Namahunas. She's like a psychic fighter. She's like a, it's nuts. It is nuts. But anyway, either way, Sam Briggs would win and uh, Colton Mertens. I know that wasn't the question, but that's, those are my. Hey, Devon, have yes. you um, caught on YouTube a uh, documentary called The Grind? It followed, I thought it would be interesting since your boys are doing jujitsu and they, they followed these upstate New York uh, like uh, wrestlers that were basically nine years old up to about 12 years old. And they followed them all these different tournaments where they get to the state national level. 
And uh, they spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year traveling around tournaments and investing in specialized um, lessons and teams. But it it was amazing watching those boys. They cried on the mat if if they won or they lost. It it was it's an amazing. It's called the grind. But it just watching the wrestling. It is so tough. Those kids. Um, no, but I'll watch it now. I've been I've been like getting so into the Daisy Fresh guys over yeah. at Mount Vernon, but I'll I but I will watch this. Watch this, and the next time my son wins a a, a match, I'm gonna yell at him. Hey, cry! Make sure you cry. <laughs> like just make it, it like just the base baseline for any time a match is over. Cry. That's all. Yeah. Like the the coach he would be an interesting um um got to interview just his perspective on on youth sports and training and they, they even have the kids cut weight the parents encourage the kids to cut weight to get to a lower class where they can dominate instead of fighting at and these are kids are 9 10 11 years old yeah i wouldn't and do that the, i wouldn't do that but the the coach makes the parents challenge them to cut weight five percent of their body weight uh in one episode but it, it was uh wait the, the coach but, tells the parents they should cut five percent of their weight with their kids so their kid to, to, or, or tells the kid to cut no that, that, just to teach them a lesson about how hard it is for a kid oh. with low body fat oh. to drop five percent of their body fat or body weight cut, yeah. cut that water so he he challenged them because he he told them like this is not a great idea. They're going to be burned out before they get to the college level. Dude, it's a and, stupid idea. You want your kids fucking brawling in the heavyweight classes. That way, they fucking when they're older, and they do and they do have the 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 wherewithal, and they can make the decision to cut weight. It's actually easy for them to fight little pinners. I mean, yeah. I, I had Amanda Levy on the podcast. That's the you know the up and coming like super jujitsu queen chick. Yeah, and, let's do it. Yeah. And you know her dad said she said her dad would go to tournaments and fucking make her fight every weight class. She'd like have thirteen matches. That's crazy. I mean, that's. Just... Can you imagine how different Hobart would have turned out if his mom did that to him? <laughs> Instead, she just brought me breakfast in bed every morning. That face would be all that pretty face would be all beat up and shit. <laughs> his eyes wouldn't be all some perfectly symmetrical. He looked like Ricky Garrard. Unnecessary. He just looks like a fighter. He's a handsome guy, but he looks like a fighter. He looks like a character out of a Western. Come on. You know that's true. He's the most rugged of all. Who's the most rugged games athlete looking? It's him. Colton would get rid of that. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate uh, the show. I've listened to every episode all the way to the end. Get a life. uh, (laughs) Thank you. Well, 100 burpees to you then. All right. Later, Matt. You the man. Bye. That's commitment. It's a lot of hours. Dude, the, the new shows are doing actually really well. Like they have a what do you mean a... actually? Like <laughs> <clears throat> well, like look, the, the when they're live, they do like okay, and then they and then a lot of shows will usually beat them in the first 48 hours. But these shows, like over like a two-week haul. They have, they have life. Like people go, these are the ones that people are like, go back and listen to dude. The downloads on Spotify this week, I told you guys two weeks ago, it was like 50,000 in a week. This week I, I just saw it was 65,000. I know it's nuts. Oh man. I think people think they're going to see you, see you naked Hobart. You get just lower one button every week on that. Uh, I can do that. 
I think I could do a shirtless podcast. That'd be dope. <laughs> I had Saladino on. He was shirtless. He's a fucking doctor. He's ripped up, man. Yeah. He probably eats raw liver, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, hurts. I think he was on. I think he was on Rogan, and he threw a piece into Rogan's mouth, like just like flicked it in his mouth, like he brought like a <laughs> a little Tupperware container of it. Did you see that? I'm serious. No, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. I listened to that podcast though because I, I had you know had received questions about that diet um, at level one, so I just wanted to learn more about it. I'm so proud of Joe Rogan. So proud of him. I never thought I would say that. Why? He's just he's he's, um. He's just really he's going for it. He's done. He's just going for it. He 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 had that confrontation with CNN and with Don Lemon and Sanjay Gupta and he's just he's just going for it. He's like, "Hey man, I've he's saying it. I have 10 times the amount of viewers of CNN and instead of apologizing to me, they're doubling down on their lies." And he's just fucking ripping Don Lemon. And it's true. They are doubling down on their lies. Instead of just being like, oh, shit, sorry, we lied. We lied about you. They're like, they're going after him even harder. I mean, to call, they, they report the Joe Rogan show as a controversial podcast. Like, dude, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to take a dig at Rogan. But like, there's nothing controversial about him at all. I don't what, think. Who's that? What's that other one? Um, uh, it's not um, InfoWars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that guy's like intense. That's um, a very nice word for it. I only know him because I used to listen to Stern, and Stern would like have like do yeah. audio clips of him. And now Stern's lost his mind too. In the I other saw, direction. Yeah, I saw yeah. A video. I saw a video just now on Instagram, and it's this anti-Florida video, like why it's so bad to live in Florida. But every but but the <laughs> the funny part is is it's like all the reasons you want to live there. Alex Jones, someone said. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm how proud of you, Su Simone. How come Susan? Thank you. How come Susan's not um, um, like just pushing up another article? Like <laughs> we were getting deep into some convo there. We're going to talk about Hertz, the uh, rental car company, filed for bankruptcy last May. Oh yeah. Um, just a whole lot during of money the travel demand. What's that? Haven't they just gone and bought a whole lot of Teslas? Yeah, and so um, well, recently they were bought out by Knighthead Capital Management LLC. And Sarah Terrace Opportunities LLC and Apollo Management Capital Management. Um, I think all three of these had put in a proposal to fund the rental cars exit from bankruptcy. Plan includes $239 million of cash, common stock representing 3% of reorganized company shares, and 30 year warranties for 18% of common stock with a strike price based on a total equity value for Hertz of $6.5 billion. Mm. Um, they say, we look forward to implementing our chapter 11 plan. I like that. Um, bankruptcy can be a plan. <laughs> I don't know what I like about that, but there's something I like about that. I never um, filed bankruptcy. I paid my people back. Just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know how I feel about bankruptcy, but I'm just saying. They said that they're basically what they're saying. The sentence, if you decode it, is we look forward to implementing our plan to file bankruptcy, which will substantially strengthen our financial structure. If that doesn't cause you to like at least do a Wikipedia deep dive, <laughs> nothing will. Um, structure by limiting 79% of our corporate debt. Said uh, C Chief Executive Paul Stone. I yeah, I did hear that. Uh, Hertz I want to eliminate my mortgage. No shit. You need to you need to implement a chapter eleven plan. 
<laughs> what did you say about Teslas? They bought a hundred thousand. But I think hundred thousand, yeah, yeah. And so you can rent Teslas now from Hertz. So the bankrupt company pushed Tesla over the trillion dollar valuation. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, to put that in perspective, people, I think Ronald Reagan in the eighties was the first president of the United States who passed a trillion dollar, one trillion dollar budget for the United States of America. And now I think, I think there's two companies, I think Apple and Tesla now are the two companies in the world that are over the trillion dollar valuation. So those country companies are, I guess a simpleton way of looking at it the way I'm looking at it are, are worth as much as the entire United States fiscal budget was 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. I think there was a handful of companies or <laughs> countries that don't have a trillion dollar GDP countries. Oh yeah. There's tons. Oh yeah. Like the vast majority. Vast, 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 vast. Like I think if you added up Greece, New Zealand, Peru, Romania, Czech Republic, Portugal, and Vietnam and Egypt, they still wouldn't have a trillion. Those countries put together don't have a GDP worth a trillion dollars. If I didn't know any better, I would think that you were cheating and looking at something on your computer. I did just look. <laughs> yeah. Damn, New Zealand. Susan's really over there well. falling asleep, God. so I had to bring it. Um, I'm just kidding, buddy. <laughs> no, he's not. Susan. He's gonna change. He's gonna change my name to like I don't know. You are in lowercase. Maybe that's your payback. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, a, I think, this is a New York Post story. So let's just take it easy. Um, Facebook's own researchers have found that Instagram barrages teen girls who have anorexia and other eating disorders with photos and videos of other afflicted uh, young girls, a practice that experts say has been shown to worsen the disorders. The New York Post has learned. According to an April presentation by Facebook executives, a team of Instagram researchers earlier this year created a test user test user account that followed dieting and thinness obsessed Instagram accounts. I didn't even know this was a thing on Instagram. Yeah, it's really um, of, up. of of all the things you can uh, censor on Instagram, I'm not going to go into get into it. As well as hashtags like hashtag skinny and hashtag thin. Instagram's algorithm then recommended more eating disorder related content, which makes sense because that's what algorithms do, including images of distressingly thin female bodies and accounts with names like skin and bones, as well as apple core anorexic and skinny underscore binge, according to a disturbing internal study obtained by the post. Again, this is from the New York Post, so maybe do your own Google search. Instagram recommendation. Sorry. There you go. Catchy. Yeah. It's catchy. What was, wait, I want to, I want to Google something before you go on. What was the, what was that one tag? Apple core. What? No, don't do that. Apple core. I'm just curious if that's a term. Apple core skinny, apple core. Apple core anorexic. The Instagram study, which shows that Facebook was aware of this issue months before Blumenthal's experiment was revealed in disclosures made to the Securities and Exchange Commission and provided to Congress in a redacted form by Facebook whistleblower Francis um, Hagens, Hogan's, Hogan's legal counsel. A consortium, consortium of news organizations, including the Post, has obtained the redacted versions received by Congress. Facebook did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The company's official content rules, which it has struggled to enforce, ban content that promotes, encourages, or glorifies eating disorders, but allows users to share stories about recovering from such conditions. 
Slippery slope. I'm against all of it. I'm against all all the censorship. It's just not new. Like that shit's been there for a long time. It was there like before Instagram. It was in Tumblr. It was in Pinterest. Like women have been able to find other photos of other women's bodies and compare themselves to it for a long time. It was in magazines before it was on the internet. Like I just don't know how this is news. But it's shit that they're only just going like, oh, maybe this is a problem. Well, Kate, I did get it from the New York Post. <laughs> it's oh, just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more just virtue signaling. Just let just let it be. Just fucking let it be, dude. Fuck. Just let it be. It it is also like you said, like it is how the algorithms are designed to work. Like it, yeah, it's it's fucked up. But it's also like, if, like I don't know how we police people's behavior if we don't censor them on the internet though. Mm. <laughs> um like so if I like I follow a couple of reptile accounts and like <laughs> like, is your slow page just all reptiles? Just like people who are like into reptiles, like snakes and lizards and monitors and like- oh, you got to get on the you got to get on the bugs one. The bug the bug pet people are incredible. Oh, yeah, do you guys yeah. follow Nature is Metal? Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah, I've unfollowed that. Matt and Josh told me to follow it. It's too much for me. I I just like you gotta get on the If you think bug that's people. too much, definitely do not follow badass Mother Bertha because that shit will fuck you up. It's it's women having babies. Mm-hmm. I've seen oh. so many births. It's just oh, that's, wild. That's cool. Oh, I it's am fucking gonna... cool, but it's it's insane. Like it is kind of like mind boggling. It's that's... probably well, it's us. It's okay for us. We're dudes. We don't have to do it. It's probably not. Oh, I'm 100 percent like my partner. When I'm about to have a kid, I'm gonna be like, babe, you have to watch one of these videos every single fucking day. I don't care. Badass. What is it? Mother Bertha. I'm having, um, the woman from Birth Fit. Um. Ah, uh, yeah, Lindsay. She's awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Someone suggests. So cool. Someone suggests. Okay, I'm following. Badass mother brother. So you can show that. You can just show yeah. just a badge with the crowning head coming yeah, out. Yeah, pretty much. Like you boobed, like all the things just out. And they put up like a sensitive blurred screen, and it's like this video's been like it's marked as sensitive. If you want to watch it, you have to press the little button view video. I'm gonna. So you can't just like see it everywhere. Wow, this way, is incredible right now. But um, I don't understand why there is so much hate against breastfeeding in public. There's uh, not. It's that's, weird, there's right? none. There's zero. There's none. Okay. No, that's just a rumor. There's none. I, Kate, yeah, tell okay. me I'm wrong. I, I hope I haven't. Not. I haven't breastfed in public yet. I'll, me I'll let you guys know. Dude, that's it. That's like that's more just like. When I see it's stories just more like that, though, I just, it kind there's of- one, there's one person, there's one like old dude who thought he was gay and got an erection watching a woman breastfeed. And so he got upset and wrote a letter to the Washington times, New York times. And that's, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's just nonsense. I refuse to believe that anyone actually gives a shit. And a matter I think of fact, it happens. people are, people are like that. I, I would not be surprised at all. If somebody was like, I'm going to be offended by that, regardless of the fact that they were probably breastfed as a child. Oh, well, that's, so I think that's it's so I find, awesome. I it needs really to be done. Weird. You should it's only like, be allowed to breastfeed in public. Sorry, James. There you go. It's just, we, we just love to sexualize fucking everything, right? Savon, what do you think about one yeah, African? That too. That's a, that's a, yeah. Hold. Breastfed three kids over seven years, never been shamed in public, but I do think it happens. No, um, I, my, my wife breastfed all of our kids in public she, and she didn't even like Dawn, like she didn't even like some women like cover it up. My wife didn't even cover it up. And, and, and I, w- I was with, uh, I hung out with Greg's wife, Greg Glassman's wife all the time when she had like three or four kids, she'd just pull her tit out anywhere, like anywhere. 
Do you think it's because... Um, and when the kids stop breastfeeding, like a lot of women just like tuck it away real quick. Maggie just leave that shit out for a little while so everyone could like look at it. And, and the, I did. And I did. The, the people who flip out about it, do you think it's because like they have some really bizarre like Oedipal complex and Oedipal complex and then like they see someone breastfeeding in public and they, they relive some like childhood traumatic sexual obsession with their mother and they just get mad at their own feelings so they just take it out on the poor woman breastfeeding or am I reading into that too much? All I, that. I think yes. you fucking nailed it. Perfect. All that. All right, just solve that. Moving just on. Same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with people who hate. It's the same World thing with series. people who hate gay people, though they it's want nothing shit. more with but a giant cock in their mouth. It's the same thing. Like anytime someone has four fingers, well, one finger oh. pointed, there's four back at them. Pull up that barbellsjobs.com. I need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's just like. Do you hate, like, what are you doing? This is a woman. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, this is like the most beautiful thing that we have in the world as men. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them yep. do that. Do it's it's got to be people that well, don't have is, kids, right? I don't, I don't know. I, maybe it's not really a thing. I've just like, I've, I've heard about it. And, yeah. you know, like I was sitting next to, a, across from the aisle from a woman on a plane, I don't know, in the last couple months. And she started breastfeeding and I looked over and I was like, oh, she's breastfeeding. Like, it just wasn't, no one really said anything though. But I don't see why it would be a big deal because I think it happened for a lot of people. Uh, can I read this yep, one? There thing? it is. Thank you. All right. <laughs> typing that in right now. Sevon, what do you think about one African cricket cricketer not taking a knee to support BLM before the match and then the management asked the player not to play? I'm going to read into that. And then when you say an African cricketer, you mean someone who is melanated, meaning they have dark skin, not that they're from the continent of Africa necessarily. And um, – it's interesting because BLM is supposed to stand for Black Lives Matter, but this guy's fucking life doesn't matter and his opinion doesn't matter unless he toes the line. It's just – it's a blatant show of the fucking hypocrisy. You either do what the black man is supposed to do or you're just a white man in blackface. I mean that's basically what they're telling them. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's more – that – BLM is the essence of systemic racism. Okay. Thank you for the question. Uh, 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 ooh, ooh, is that a real name? That can't be a real name. Apurv Gangwa. Apurv. Apurv. Apurv Gangwa. Dude, that's a know. strong last name. Gang War. <laughs> Holy Susan shit! wants to push this story right now. <laughs> yeah. Houston versus Atlanta. I really want to do another podcast, like. Um. Anyway, just never mind. Sorry. Come on, what? Go now. Finish your thought. Like, like, like. I want like. There's this fighter, James Krause. I was thinking like I should have a fighting podcast where like once a week I review all the fights with him. He's like an amazing fighter. Or like you know this this rapper I had on, Lee Cavelli. Mm-hmm. Um. I I just would like to like discuss like all of like just race with him once a week. Like we just pull up news articles and me and him fight it out. Like or or we agree. I just want to do more. Just just. But I, but I mean, you guys are quite fulfilling for me. Just, just so you know, I, 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 as I brought it up, I didn't want you guys to like take that and internalize it and think that it was. You guys stimulate. You guys arouse me to want to do more. Is what I'm saying. That's good. Like that spin, Souza. Like that spin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, game one of the World Series should be happening right now. Um, oh, what's this guy? The head of the baseball, not what's his name? The commissioner. Good Lord. The commissioner of baseball, uh, Manfred, <laughs> is seen as a villain uh, over his handling of the sign stealing scandal that tarnished the Astros who are in the World Series. 
uh, title in 2017 and stained their players' legacies. Supposedly, I'm going to say supposedly here because I don't follow baseball, so all the baseball Astros haters or fans, be easy on me. The Astros cheating scandal began early in 2017. According to the investigation report from Major League Baseball, Houston employees in the video room used game feed from the center field camera to decode and relay the signs of opposing teams to any Astros base runners on second base. The means of relaying the signs um, often varied. From what I've also read about this a little bit is that a lot of other teams do this as well. Um, but like um, Ricky Garrard, the Astros were the ones that just got caught. Mm, mm. <laughs> Many fans here believed uh, Manfred, the commissioner for the MLB, scapegoated the Astros for committing a crime that was widespread at the time and unfair. The other city that's uh, where this is being held, the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta, where Manfred sparked a political firestorm earlier this year by pulling the all-star game in response to Georgia's new voting law. The move, which the Atlanta Braves, the baseball team, publicly opposed, enraged some state officials and alienated a portion of the fans who are now celebrating even more important games coming to town. The Georgia voting law, in case you're curious, was a law that made significant changes to the way the state will run elections moving forward. It expands early voting access for some voters, adds an ID requirement for absentee voting, codifies the use of drop boxes with strict rules on how they can be used and set new rules for state and local election officials. Texas also, where the um, World Series will be held when they're playing in Houston, recently passed a measure that effectively bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy um, one that the Supreme Court will weigh in on on November 1st, one day before game six will be played in Houston. So it will be interesting to see if Manfred, the commissioner of the MLB, who decided to yank the all-star game from Atlanta over the Georgia voting law, will also not let it be played in, not let the World Series be played in Houston, where Texas re- recently passed this abortion law. So glad I'm not the commissioner of baseball. Dude, what a mess. <laughs> a mess. What I mean, I I know people like baseball, but like I wouldn't care if like it, baseball went away. It does nothing for me. <laughs> that actually might be the one comment that gets us canceled right there. Yeah, I think that makes so many people angry. Sorry, I just think it's a waste. I just, I just, I mean, I used to go to baseball games just, and I went to probably been to like a hundred baseball games, and we used to always sit in the bleachers and eat peanuts, and I would just go with my friends, and I couldn't. I don't know, Ricky Henderson. Jose Canseco. It's like, okay. You got to go to a baseball game with someone who played and, and played it relatively well. I, I felt the same way. And then I went, cause I was a terrible baseball player growing up, never really chased the sport after grade school. And then I went with Dave Lipson once and, um, and he played some minor league ball for a while. And like listening to him talk about the game and explain the game and why certain things were happening was like super insightful and cool. Did he? Did it, is, is Dave Lipson Jewish? Yeah, I, th- I his think father's I remember, a, his father and his sister are rabbis. Oh shit! Because I was I was thinking that I think I remember being with him in Tahoe and him saying, telling me about the first Jewish, like San, maybe it was Sandy Koufax, the first Jewish baseball pitcher player. I don't know, but yeah, he was really into it. I can't yeah. see him, but man, he's huge. He's huge now, Dave Lipson. Mm. I think Dave pitched. Yeah, he's like a mountain now. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah. 
Do you remember when he did that you think, thing you where think he that's he, all from the liver he's eating? Is that all liver? <laughs> I don't think he does liver. Does does Lipson do liver? I don't know. Um, I I I do you remember that thing he was doing when that girl died, the the pretty redheaded girl with the guns, and in her honor wow. he raised money and did a back squat like five hundred pounds every day for a Amanda, year. Amanda, um, gosh, I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name. But she had, uh, yeah, she had the pistol. She was a games athlete, and that's why they did Amanda that workout the following year, nine seven five oh, muscle ups that's and right. snatches. Mm. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name, but it is yeah. Amanda. Oh man, do you know about the founder of Planned Parenthood? Oh boy. Do you do you know about the founder of Planned Parenthood, Kate? Do you know what Planned Parenthood mm. is, Kate? Did yeah, you yeah, text? I'm kind of familiar. Who me? Yeah, what what is this coming? Why are we talking about this? Uh, because Amanda um, Miller, yeah, we yeah. we were we were talking about abortion. Gotcha. And and she, this this is a fucking scary. This is this is some scary shit. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but but like as being raised as a Democrat, like you're a Democrat and you think it's cool and you think that you're all peace and love and it's all about accepting people and all shit. And then you look into the history of of Democrats and you you realize how fucked up Democrats really are, like really fucked up. Like the entire history of them is fucked up. Like Abraham Lincoln was a Republican for a reason. And so when you're when you're a kid and you're a Democrat or your parents are, you ask that you're like, well, why did Democrats want to keep the slaves? And they go, oh, well, the parties have switched positions. It used to be the Republicans that were the good guys, and now it's the Democrats. Anyway, but, but as you look into it more and more, even in this century, the, the Democrats were against um, uh, civil rights for blacks. They were totally against all the civil rights and everything. Do, do you know about all that stuff, James? They tried um, to filibuster it and vote against it and all that shit. Actually, my question is, are you talking about Margaret Sanger? Is yes. That the founder? Okay. Yes. And so Planned Parenthood, which is sort of this bastion of compassion and hope that the Democrats get behind um, because it gives um, women, you know, free medical care and, and, and helps them with their pregnancies and does abortions and all this stuff. Uh, when you look into their history and see what they're really about and her relationship with eugenics and the, and this isn't conspiracy shit, you can just go and just look into it. And basically there's this, there's this stat out there and anyone can look at it. You can go to the, I think it's on the CDC website that basically for every thousand black children, melanated kids that are born, kids that are born with black skin, 500 are aborted. And that was it, there's documentation that that was her plan, and that is and and, and I and I am pro-choice as a motherfucker, but um, that this the, the, people should look into the history of that it is some very very unsettling stuff, and once again it falls right square on the Democrats' lap, and and I just I just don't know, I know it's hard, like. You don't have to be a Republican. You don't have to like yeah. Trump, but you don't have to fucking be on the on the fucking Nazi bandwagon either. Yeah, I don't know much about Margaret Sanger, but um, it's not I, good. I had a it's relative who is uh, researched um, American eugenics pretty thoroughly, and um, if anybody wants to take a deep dive and understand that evil still can exist in in I don't believe in evil functional democracies, <laughs> the American eugenics uh, movement was is, is out of control. Yeah, was wild. I'll Damn, Hobart, you know stuff. Kate's like, all right, I like being locked down in Australia. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> King Fisher. I like a King Fisher. Shit. Is that your national bird, the King Fisher? 
Um, no, I'm. Uh, don't ask me questions about Australia. The right. national bird of New Zealand is a kiwi bird. <laughs> oh, kingfisher is one of the most beautiful birds alive. Amazing I have one in the bird. pond near my house. You have a kingfisher in your hood? Near near where I grew up. Yeah, not not here in Denver. No, but we oh. do have a lot of raptors. Tons of red tail hawks. Yeah, we got tons of red tail hawks. Are those raptors? Those are considered raptors. Red tail hawks. Pretty sure. I have oh, the emu. I have more than you. Emu. We have we have uh, bald eagles around here too. It's very cool. That is a hell of a bird, Australia. Way to go! What is this white-eared bulbul? White-eared bulbul. I don't even think Bahrain has birds. Okay, go. <laughs> That's another uh, great book. Little recommendation of the week: "The Genius of Birds." If you want to really learn about um, bird intelligence, and if you don't have a social life like me, okay. <laughs> Um, I am. When people recommend books, I immediately feel envy. That was one of my favorite books I've ever, I've ever read. It just, it, cause it dives into a lot of, um, I don't know, it's not, not psychology, but they talk about how they met, how you measure intelligence accurate, accurately. And a lot of the controversy around that, both measuring intelligence in human beings as well as other animals. Um, but it just, there's just really wonderful examples about problem solving skills of birds and, there was this one bird they talk about. I think it was called an, I want to say an African drongo, but basically these one birds, these types of birds would feed on the ground. And there was another bird species of bird that would sit in the tree and it would mimic the like alarm call for the birds that would eat on the ground. And so they would think there was a predator around and they would all fly away. And then this bird who would mimic the alarm oh. call would come on the ground and just eat all their food. I, and it, I was like, that's such, I just, <laughs> that's such a brilliant I'd be like, you know, don't do this, like running into a restaurant. I don't know. Being like, I don't want to say yell fire because you yeah. can't do that shit. Yeah. But then everyone leaves and you're just sitting down eating unlimited <laughs> breadsticks and, you know, sirloin steaks. <laughs> Dude, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. There's God. this book called The Secret Life of Plants. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. There's- Is that Michael Michael Pollan? Uh, no, no, no. This is way before Michael Pollan. I think this shit's like, this shit's old. Oh, but, okay. But there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a section in there, a chapter in there about a guy who puts, hooks up a lie detector to semen, sperm, like a, a load. And, uh, yeah. Who, who is it? 1973. Oh, it's all Peter Tompkins and Christopher Bird. Oh, dude, it's an incredible book. But basically, so they hook this lie detector up to, to some semen. I don't know how they do it. I just imagine like they drop the wires and just like a little petri <laughs> dish of a load. And they have, and they basically have dudes like walk through the room. And it's like, like 10 dudes, right? And and when the dude who the load belongs to walks through the room, the needles go. <laughs> and there's all sorts of shit like that in the book. It's really cool. It's really cool. It makes you think rethink the interconnectedness the, um you sure it's not just about like improperly conducted experiments <laughs> <laughs> interconnectedness um it's part inter- of the replication crisis experiments you read, for, for interconnectedness you should read the cosmic serpent but that reminds me of this book called <laughs> that called, is the chapter that's what it's called the cosmic the co- serpent and it's about taking <laughs> the load <laughs> cosmic semen um that there's this great book called what if and it um i forget i think it's a mathematician or some sort of uh, science teacher, but he receives all of these questions. Like what if a raindrop the size of Topeka, you know, hits Kansas, what would happen? Or what if a baseball pitcher pitched a ball at light speed and he kind of tries to map out 
what would occur with all these just insane, <laughs> you know, science related questions. Anyway, it's great. They do the same thing. And, and so eventually that's how the book starts is about the, the semen. But basically somehow he loses funding for that research. So he switches it to plants. <laughs> somehow. And, and and they and they and so one of the things they do is they hook this lie detector up to a uh, uh, what's the lie detector machine called? I want to sound smart. What it's called? It's like polygraph. Something. A polygraph. They hook this polygraph up to a plant, and then so so basically a guy lights the plant on fire, like one of the leaves of the plant on fire, right? And and uh, I thought you were going to say he ejaculated on it. <laughs> no, don't be gross, Hobart. This is science. That was this Louis C.K. Your... who did that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and. And how is that that we just know in our mind just social figures that are just um, uh, attached to just public ejaculation? Well, not only in in our minds, like I literally have a visual of it in my head. It's not even like I, I know that sentence as a fact. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, you can buy that polygraph. Are you kidding me? And you can also buy sirloin steaks at Walmart America. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's get that. Hey, can we order that? Can we put that on the uh, Can we put that on the Savon Podcast uh, company card? Wow, I'm about. I, I got a, a business number or something. Susan's like making me like do some stuff. Barbelljobs.com. Hey, so 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 they light the leaf of the plant on fire, and then they hook the polygraph up to the plant, and then they parade the dude like ten dudes in. And when the dude who lit the plant on fire comes in, the 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 the, the, the polygraph gets all weird. Like the plant knows, hey, this motherfucker, that's the motherfucker who did it. <laughs> Put TDC on the poly. Dude, someone DM me today and is like, I know that CrossFit protects people. Um, they're stars who do steroids. I we stopped you fucking morons. Do you know that like I, I worked there like I was everywhere? I was everywhere. No one knew more than me. I was I don't, everywhere. I, think, I slept I in think. everyone's bed. I crept in everyone's fucking pantry. There's none of that <laughs> shit going on, you fucking knuckleheads. Sorry, go ahead, Hobart. I don't know. I just don't think that's the case. But everybody's been like, "You're biased. You've worked." I know. I mean, I. What do you mean you don't I'm think a, that's the case? I just you don't fucking, think that's, you, yeah. I guarantee you spent so much time with Rich that you got Rich semen on you. You know what I mean? Like he masturbated <laughs> in the morning, and then didn't wash his hands thoroughly, and then you guys shared a barbell, and then some got on you. I mean, that's how close you were to him. And you're telling me that you don't think? Shut the fuck up. You no, know. Just, um, yeah. You either know. Did Rich do steroids in front of you, Hobart? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me if he masturbated. <laughs> Also, I'll tell you a masturbation rich story too. So oh. early on, early on, um, like uh, I was interviewing Rich one time after he won the games and I said, Hey, any, any like weird proposals like have come to you? And he said, yeah, one, um, the, uh, someone contacted me and wanted me to um, jack off on a gay porn site. Like I didn't have to do it with anyone else. I just had to masturbate on camera. Did like, I did the little, <laughs> no, he didn't do it. He, Come on, man. Uh, who was it that got on, put on Pornhub? Um, Danny Spiegel. She had a video put up of her like riding a bike. Somebody filmed her and it was on Pornhub. Just like, wow. Kate, yeah. how you, it, Kate, how did you find that? Oh, I was on Pornhub. No, okay. <laughs> she shared it on her Instagram. <laughs> I was on porn, specifically looking for <laughs> And then Danny. I went to Pornhub and was <laughs> like, hey, you guys can't see Sousa. Can you guys see Sousa? <laughs> no, can't. Uh, he laughs so hard sometimes. <laughs> hey, um, is she happy about that? Like, is she, has she commented on that? I don't, I don't know what her response was, what she did about it, but I, I think it was like she hadn't – obviously – she didn't know about it. So someone had filmed her and put it up on the internet, and I think that's probably the way that – otherwise, I'm she's like, like, fuck, like, where's my money? Like, 
Uh, Paul K said, I mean, she's thick, which reminds me with three C's. Damn. I had a, I had Brooke Entz on, on the CrossFit podcast. And when, and when I had her on, like the day before I had her on, I was listening to this Nicki Minaj song and it's her doing like a, a, it's, it's more than a duet. It's her Lil Wayne, Drake, and um, Chris Brown. And, um, they're, they're basically talking about how they want to take her out and, and fuck her. And she's like, basically like telling them like, if she will, or if she won't, but basically Drake explains to her in the song, he has this lyric. It says, I like my girls so thick that when they walk into a room, they make everyone uncomfortable. And I was like, wow, that's Brooke Entz. And I read that to her. I was like, because like, she's so fucking, she was, she's so fucking hot, but she's so fucking like big and thick that it's, it's not her fault. It's everyone else is uncomfortable as shit when she walks in the room you know and uh and she really liked that and then she you know like a year late i but i wasn't sure how she took it like you know like was she gonna be woke motherfucker and be like all offended by it even though i meant it as a compliment or it's just as an observation and then she reposted it like it was like an astute observation so anyway <laughs> did you just give yourself a compliment yeah <laughs> that someone has to <laughs> you said you're having storms savon we were, there was supposed to be some massive storm that was supposed to dump four inches of rain. But I know, I know that four is a, uh, one third of 12 inches and we didn't get four inches. Well, that's because a record setting bomb cyclone wrecked havoc across the Western States over the weekend is far from finished unleashing hazards while moving across the United States. As the storm shifts eastward across the central and southern U.S., severe weather could erupt across a dozen states over a three-day period, putting approximately 30 million people at risk. It's like, what, 10% of the U.S.? It's a lot. A bomb cyclone, I think, occurs when a counterclockwise, I don't even know why that matters, but I'd love to know, a counterclockwise moving cyclone drops or undergoes a large drop in pressure, barometric pressure, over a short period of time. In Northern California, the storm is forecast to provide two to four inches of rain and gusts of 30 to 40 miles an hour on Sunday. That's why it blew your passion fruit all over the yard. Snow levels will drop Sunday night into Monday, allowing for one to three feet of snow above 6,000 feet in elevation. Winds off the west coast of Oregon will gust 70 to 90 miles an hour, as strong as a Category 1 hurricane. In turn, the winds will create offshore waves of 40 to 50 feet in the Pacific. This will cause shipping disruptions rough surf and beach erosion along the Pacific Northwest coastline waves are expected to be 10 to 20 feet high later Tuesday night as the storms move eastward and organize into, I feel like I have a different weather story voice organized into a solid line from central and Eastern Nebraska to central Texas. The main threats from the storms will be strong wind gusts, heavy rain, flash flooding cities that can be hit hard by late night storms include Topeka and Wichita, Kansas cities at risk for Further severe thunderstorms and flash flooding on Wednesday include Houston, Port Arthur in Texas, New Orleans, Lake Charles, and Monroe in Louisiana. In the wake of severe weather, high winds with a storm max of 70, that's trademarked, whatever the hell storm max is, of 70 miles an hour are expected to howl across the eastern slope of the Rockies to the central and southern plains Wednesday into Thursday. Roger that. Next story. No, I want to talk. Is another ad? say something about that. <laughs> grapefruit mm. um you're our news reading voice james is nice thank you yeah can you always stay in that mode yeah 
it was supposed to be a huge storm here, like, but it wasn't. But it, what is a cyclone, James? I thought, I thought, um, I thought a cyclone was just a tornado that was in the ocean. No, I don't even think it has to be in the ocean. And I think I don't think it has. I think a tornado has to touch down. I think the cyclone can just be the movement. This is really just the movement of the wind current in the atmosphere. Let's look. I could be wrong. So you you just sound like a weatherman, but you don't know shit. <laughs> well, I read a little and- bit about bomb cyclones, but there is some terminology with that stuff. Yeah, large-scale air mass that rotates around strong center of low atmospheric pressure. That's what I just said. And it's counterclockwise wow. in the northern hemisphere and clockwise in the southern hemisphere, just like the way the toilets flush. Gotcha, wow. Sivan. <laughs> and that was going to be my next thing, is that – like. I don't understand that whole counterclockwise clockwise shit, but supposedly that's like, you know, the difference between us and Australia. When we flush our toilet, it goes one way. When they flush, it goes the other way. Um, if any time there ever, if there ever was a time for a call in, it would be right now with someone who's a meteorologist and could tell us about this. Anyway, the, 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 it's, it's, it's Thanks, that story's a fucking lie. We don't have any, um, there's don't anyone worry it's just rain i think someone california plus rain like the apocalypse yeah i mean just just well like politicians meteorology is a profession where you can be completely wrong and still keep your job and in some cases get promoted (laughs) i don't think meteorology is any more scientific than astrology i don't know i don't want to insult meteorologists i don't know any they seem great but politicians i certainly mean to insult so let's talk about some rich guy advice from warren buffet Mm. God, I used to love a buffet as a kid. Oh. <laughs> Old country buffet was a, a oh. chain near where I grew up. It was the best. I just love going to do, Vegas. Are there still buffet restaurants nowadays? Like, I do they exist? I'm Dude, the entire South. That's why those fuckers <laughs> are so big. I'm not joking. I don't think we have them here. I don't. I, I wouldn't even know a, a restaurant here that is a buffet. No, pretty soon you won't even have restaurants. They'll just they're just going to throw <laughs> gruel through a hole in your windows in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that too shit. much? Oh, is that shit. Fair. All right. One researcher did a sentiment analysis of the text of Warren. Buffett's letters to shareholders from 1977 to 2016. In a nutshell, the researcher found out or wanted to find out how positive or negative Warren Buffett's letters had been comparing the number of negative words with the number of positive words. The analysis discovered that overall, Buffett's letters have been largely optimistic with positive words far outnumbering the negative ones. Only five letters show negative net sentiment scores due to major negative economic events, such as 1987's Black Monday market crash, the Great Recession, and the Great Recession of 2008. Warren Buffett, if you didn't know, is currently ranked among the top 10 richest billionaires in the world, which begs the question, is his optimism linked to being filthy rich? Hardly, says the article, his positive outlook on life comes by choice, regardless of his stunning wealth. Some tips to improve your own optimism. One, improve people's lives. In another previous Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation annual letter, Bill Gates states, being an optimist isn't about knowing that life used to be worse. It's about knowing how life can get better. And that's what really fuels your optimism. 
in their example uh, that explains a lot right there can i can i jump in and say something really that, yeah that's what i wanted i was waiting <laughs> uh, uh, uh another previous Mil bill melinda gates foundation annual letter bill gates being an optimist isn't about knowing that life used to be worse it's about knowing how life can get better he that explains everything that's wrong with the united states right now i and the world i'm all for making things better i am all for making things better but to forget that 10 years ago there wasn't fucking like facebook instagram youtube that homeless people didn't have iphones to forget that there wasn't 50 years ago an abundance of food for fucking everyone for everyone to 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 complain about the discrepancy of wealth between the richest and poorest is growing without putting it in context that the poor have never ever been richer not even close is 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 pouring gasoline on 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 the wrong fire like you have to take inventory of the totality of civilization and how we're coming along together and how things work and the ebb and flow but yeah I, how, I, how many times I, have you have you read sapiens I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. That's just <laughs> anyway, should read that. It, it, it's just it's just so it's so easy for him to say. It's so easy for him to say that. I don't know if that's his guilty conscience saying that or whatnot. And I and I don't want to argue that everything in humanity can't be better because it always can be better. But there's just so there's no we should be so freaking thankful right now. It is so yeah. awesome. And instead we have like we have people everyone I know who's miserable. Okay. Off the top of my head, everyone that I can think of who's miserable, it's their fault. I can't think of like like in my life, the people I know and the happy people. Guess what? It's their fault too. So there's that. Okay, go sorry, Bill Gates. I Just, think I, that that might simplify oversimplify a complicated set of circumstances but if you're a politician i somewhat agree with you but since you brought it up <laughs> number one some other tips to be optimistic journal about your positive experiences psychologist and best-selling author sean acker told oprah that you should journal if you spend two minutes daily journaling about one positive experience in the past 24 hours i do actually think there's some to, something to these gratitude practices anyway um, experience. In the past what do you mean by hours. that? What do you mean by that? I, I, I so when I was, that? I think I might've been in high school. Um, and I was just, you know, being a, a grouchy turd high schooler. And I think my, my mom had me do this practice where I would wake up in the morning and I would write down one thing I was grateful for on a three by five card. And I had to do it. She told me I had to do it for 30 days. And she probably told me something like, if you don't do it, you can't live here. <laughs> um, wow. That's something my mom would say to me too. But it was life. cool because, you know, and for the first seven days, I thought it was very stupid. And um, toward the end of it, I definitely felt like I had a more positive outlook. I had a much better inventory of the things that I was actually grateful for and were meaningful to me. It was a really cool practice, like just even spending that whatever it took, 60 seconds, two minutes, 30 seconds to write down one thing that was really important and I was grateful for in my life. You quickly learn um, all the things you have to be grateful for. And if you don't have things to be grateful for, you'll quickly learn that too. Um, number three, learn to be grateful. 
Wait, wait, wait. I, wait, I have a question. Do you think that I'm, I'm guessing the mechanism of that is, is it's, it's, um, it puts you on the right path in the morning. It doesn't really mean it puts you in the right. I Go think ahead, it puts Kate. you on the right path for like the day because you stop looking for the shit parts of the day and you start having to pay attention to the good things because you're going to have to write it down at some point. So it's, it's just really an exercise of like, hey, you have to take in a critical assessment of everything that happens in the day and observe what things are you grateful for and what things are you not grateful for. And then the things that you are grateful for, you're going to write about it. There's a really cool journal called the five minute journal. Um, and it's essentially that where at the beginning of the day you spend a couple minutes and at the end of the night you spend a couple minutes and there's prompts in it. So it asks you three things that you're grateful for. It asks you one thing that you want to accomplish for the day and then an affirmation for the day. And at the end of the day, it asks you, um, what's, what were the, what, like, did you, what, what does it ask you at the end of the day? Something along the lines of like, uh, what things did you accomplish? And then what's one thing that you would have done differently? And it's the same thing. It's just like a gratitude practice where it's like, rather than just talking about, Hey, like be more grateful. It's like, you actually put that into practice and you have to start taking in the day and looking at what's, what's, what's the good stuff and what's the bad stuff. What do you think about people who make lists for shit for you to do? Like, did your mom ever like paste uh, chores up on the? Uh, you see, Susa, I'm coming after you. Just wait, I'm loading Susa up here. I'm story about this. Did your mom used to put chores up on your refrigerator? Yeah, and we used to have this little chore calendar, and and you know, we'd mark something off, and I'd get some sort of allowance for it. And I remember one time, my my parents thought they tricked me into doing chores because I wanted to get a bike. So do chores, get paid, get the bike. And I think I got like halfway through the month. And I remember, you know, my mom told me this story. She said, you looked at me and you just said, screw it. Forget the bike. It's not worth it. And I just stopped doing chores. (laughs) (laughs) And your parents probably spin that later. It's like, oh, you were so strong-willed. It was nice to see you make a decision for yourself. (laughs) No, that's not not how she spins it. Susa has Susan made me, uh, sent me a text the other day. And it's like this list of shit that I have to do that I really do have to do. It's like, and it's like, and not only that, but it's like broken down in categories. It's like shit to get like the seven podcast figured out. And like, then shit I have to do with like, I, I don't even know. I, to be honest, I, did, I couldn't even look at it because I fucking had a panic attack. I felt like I was like 12 years old again. And I came home from, like when I come home from school and the chores would be on the fridge. I was like, motherfucker. My old housemate did that to me. I felt so oh. bad. So I was uh, traveling in and out doing seminars most weekends and like, I'm not a crazy messy person, but like I won't pick up on like household chores all the time and always remember. And just being in and out, I was like, I'm fucking, I'm not really here anyway. And anyway, I came home one day and she had just written up on this like magnet, like whiteboard on the fridge, the list of chores and who does them on which weeks. And we had to check it off every week. I felt like I actually felt really bad, but I also was like, man, just like, let's have a conversation about it. But I have to say, it uh, kind of resolved the whole thing because it was like I knew exactly when I needed to do the mopping or the vacuum cleaning or dusting the house or whatever the fuck it was. Susa's was more like the stuff Susa gave me was more like, hey, brush your teeth, put socks <laughs> on. It was like shit that like has to be done, too. It was like, fuck. Do you have a pile of papers anywhere that's like your pile of papers? It like has like. It, it's like stuff you just don't want to deal with. It's like on your desk. Oh, yeah. Mm. what the fuck is with that thing that thing's like behind my computer now on the other side it used to be like next to me but i'm like trying to get organized i moved moved the pile of unorganized (laughs) shit behind my monitor it's like dude just get on there and pay your registration or dude just like go stick the sticker on your car or just like you know it's like fuck step three learn to be grateful 
Okay. Science says. Have you, you guys? Oh, I, I have a phrase for you. Uh, it's not happy people who are thankful. It's oh fuck, I fucked it up. Yes. It's not thankful. Uh, no, hang on. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, it's yes, like, yes. But I want to hear you say it. I don't <laughs> know. Less, less I, I just saw it for the first time like a month ago. I was like, damn, that's some good shit. It's not happy people who are thankful. It's thankful people who are happy. Yes. Which hey, replace thankful with grateful. Yes. Great. There you go. I can skip number three. Number four. <laughs> Choose to be happy. Here you go, Savan. Happiness comes down to choice. And making that choice has long-term psychological benefits. Brian Brian Research by Dr. Wataru Sato of Kyoto, Kyoto, Kyoto University found that when you choose positive behaviors like forgiveness, you hold the key to rewriting your brain. By changing your daily habits, you'll be able to control your sense of well-being, purpose, and happiness. If you're caught in a vicious circle of negative emotions like doubt, fear, and uncertainty, replace those emotions by consciously and intentionally deleting your Instagram account, choosing optimism like joy, (laughs) faith, and hope, exercising regularly, and eating raw liver. Use the tools of meditation, (laughs) prayer, journaling, and mindfulness to aid in the process. Check in with close friends and family after two weeks and ask. That would not make me happier. I'm just kidding. Check in with close friends and family after two weeks and ask if they have noticed a difference. I would wager a small bet that they have. The opinions expressed here by Inc.com columnists are their own, not those of Inc.com. Hey, so so if you pre if you ejaculate like prematurely, like like put the condom on, stick it in, ejaculate right away, you just whisper right in your girl's ear, you can choose happiness through forgiveness. And then just get up and go watch TV and you're good. You can I mean it's such horse shit. How did you pick that article? How you? How proud are you of that joke that you just came up with? I'm pretty happy with it. Everything has, like, uh, pretty happy with it. I get what they're trying to say. It's just once again, like I like like I I've been, I, I watched the episode season 15, 15 of The Bachelor because I'm having the the uh, one of the contestants on on Thursday. Okay, just real quick. Yes, you can't take massive dumps on my article and then follow it up with I'm watching season fifteen <laughs> of The Bachelor. Like have I'm going to take seen, you seriously. Have you seen that show? No, uh, actually, that's a lie. I have watched one season. It is it is extremely unhealthy to watch that show. Do not watch <laughs> that show. It is horrible. It is so sad. It is I'm not surprised. I can't see how that show would be bad for you emotionally or psychologically. I just, Dude, Pornhub is, is por- pornography is better than The Bachelor. A hundred percent, thousand times percent less. It's it's more moral. It's more it has more integrity. It's more honest. Porn is like like this show has no integrity, no morals, no ethics. It's just all deceit. But anyway, the you the contestants and everyone every word they use has just no meaning to me. It's like by the grace of God, by grace, by love. It's just all these fucking vapid words. Charm. You. I mean, it's just it's such fucking. Uh, uh, it's the worst kind of communication. It, it's basically when you say words that don't mean anything and you force someone else to go into their head and give the word a definition. And it's like, hey, just say what you mean. What do you mean by the grace of God? Show me fucking God and what grace is. <laughs> or my heart, my heart, my heart and your heart are connected. I, I fucking, I don't even have a heart. 
that connects to anything except like the the vasorum or whatever. Can we just can we mean? rewind real real quick to about fifteen minutes ago when Savan was saying that uh, the uh, lie detector stuck in the pile of semen <laughs> signified some larger, you know, this ethereal connection between all beings on planet Earth, <laughs> cosmic <laughs> serpent. So don't tell me our hearts can't be connected. Oh, I just it's just such horse. It's like, dude, like. I, I want to know what you're talking about, but I just don't. Can you use words that, like of shit I can see? Like grace. Oh, man. It's just so ugh. it's the it's it's and I just and, and I feel for these people because they're young men and women that I know are just horny and passionate as shit. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that passion just oozing out of you. But go create something. Don't dump your soul out on a reality show and just get mushed. These these women. Do you think that that's really them dumping their soul? Like I don't I don't think that's soul dumping. Whatever. Soul yeah. Dumping is. Well, basically, yeah. I think for I think it is for them. Here here's what here's one of the things that well, I don't want to get too too much into that, but there this show has basically I I'm guessing like thirty men who are basically vying to marry this one woman. Right. And the show is it, they're long shows. They're like two hours long each or an hour and 20 minutes each without commercial. And there's like 15 episodes. Right. Sounds like and, this. <laughs> and right. <laughs> and basically at the end of the season, I'm thinking to myself, th- this woman who was on this show. She can never have a normal life, a relationship again. And by that, I mean, you couldn't date her. Without her at some point, if the relationship was going to get serious, her say, hey, by the way, you should watch season 15 of The Bachelor. Because you wouldn't want to be married to her for three years and then stumble upon this shit. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> like, that that you would feel it, it, it's um, it, it, it would be like marrying a porn star and them not telling you. Like, like I think you have to. Uh, it's just a lot. It's more than a tattoo. The show is basically emotional CrossFit. Everyone's putting themselves through the most intense, emotionally compromised situation in front of the entire world for to judge you. I mean, and they're young, dude. Do you remember how passionate you were when you were young? Like you saw a girl in the library and you were in love. Oh yeah, and you said crazy things. Yeah, you did crazy things. <laughs> like it's like you would run from your house to this chick's house. You sneak out your window at one yep. in the morning, run out. To her house it's 12 fucking miles away so you could see her bedroom lights on and then run home yeah <laughs> i mean it's just like what the fuck yeah. yeah you didn't even talk to her you only did that three nights a week i feel like so much of that show is just made up though you know it's like people just looking for their own version of 15 minutes of fame yes so, so that's what they want to say it's made up but like it's it's it, even like there was this, there was this, um, uh, there was this movie that Jodie Foster was in. I can't remember the name of the movie, but she gets raped. There, there's a rape scene in it, and she gets raped on a pinball machine. And there's a bunch of people in the room. And I remember studying in film studies class, and everyone was like, "Oh, but I was like, man, that's some real shit." And they're like, "No, it's just a movie. It's fake." Is it? I mean, I, I know you want to say it's fake, but those people still had to act that shit out. Yeah, and- I, I almost feel like they kind of sell themselves on it to a degree, you know, like in an effort to to create the story. <laughs> but I definitely think that there's some, um, some not necessarily oh. scripted words, but scripted stories within but, it and narratives within like the bachelor or bachelorette. I, I think what Savan might be saying is like, um, you know, like it, it's still cut, you know, like the, the trauma was still there. Maybe not as much as it would have been if it were like 
that actually happened it but but by putting Mm -hmm. yourself in that circumstance acting out that event acting that way like you're still doing some damage kate if you and hobart were in a um stage play and it was uh uh four nights a week for six months first there were six months of rehearsal and then it was four nights a week for six months and there was a scene in there in this stage play where you guys were in bed together naked and you had to kiss and it was like a 10 minute scene with him like laying on top of you i'm following i don't want to explain that to your boyfriend or hobart's (laughs) wife or anyone that that shit was just fucking acting two fucking beautiful crossfitting fucking naked in bed oh oh but i had a little plastic cup over my vagina and he and he had his uh uh something else on he had put a pillow between like come on man we're just humans I don't know. I, I, I struggle. I, 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 those people. Anyway, I'm excited to have this guy on Luke Parker. Poor guy got just destroyed on the show. He made so it. So he's all- a contestant. Like he's one of the people trying to yeah. become the bachelor at spatula or. Yeah. He, he yeah. He was one of like the 30 guys who was going to have him on your kid. show. I'm going to have him on the Sevon podcast and, and he trains with rich now in Ghee and Haley Adams. He trains over there at uh, mayhem. I think he lives over there, like lives in the field. So then what are you going to ask him? Like, are you, you interested young guy, in finding out? Attractive? So, yeah. Oh, crazy attractive. <laughs> crazy like, like attractive. Kind of sandy blonde hair. Just, I just could look at his big old huge eyes I think and I dilated pupils. His, I think I put him through a seminar, level one or level two. He's been down he's there for a, a while, while right? He's a, say, uh, I'm not sure. But I wish I wouldn't have seen the show. I mean, I'm excited to talk to him, but it, like, it wasn't healthy for me to see be- humans behave like this. Like, it's not. He has a ton of followers, right? So, like, not. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even look. I don't though, care. Right? I don't care about that superficial stuff. Two hundred eleven thousand. What's his? What's his Instagram? <laughs> uh, Lucas Parker. Luke Parker. No, Lucas Parker's the other buff, the redheaded dude. Oh yeah, I think I. Faithful over famous. I think he came through a level one or a level two. Oh yeah, look at that picture of him and Gee flexing. His body's nuts. Damn, dude, uh, Hobart, Adrian Bosman's coming on the show tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome for a live call-in show. I'm going to open up, but like no one calls in anymore. But you think he eats he eats raw liver? Uh, this dude, yeah, he eats whatever God tells him to. <laughs> Good for him. How old is he? 13. <laughs> Jesus, look at Rich's body. Look at his biking outfit. That's his biking outfit. <laughs> does Hillary still appreciate that or does that just shots, because, oh Does that God. get old? Or are you just like, all right, yeah, I just I sleep with Rich. Actually, do you know what's really funny? I think being in CrossFit gyms a lot and being surrounded by really fit fucking humans definitely makes like other people like you get adjusted to it, right? Like you kind of, you just adapt to that being like standard and normal. And then when you're outside of a CrossFit gym, you're like, oh, people don't actually look like this. Okay, right. I don't know. There's still sometimes I see CrossFit athletes in gyms and I'm just like, God, like the human body's amazing. Like I look at them and I'm just blown away. Like Noah. I saw a picture of Noah I reposted today. I can't even believe his body. I can't, it's like, you don't get used to, well, I don't sleep in bed <laughs> with him every night, but every time I see it, I don't get used to Would it. Would you kick him out of your bed for eating crackers? No, but I got a question for you, Kate. Like for me personally, like I find CrossFit women attractive, but then I find non-CrossFit women attractive too. Like I like all the bodies. Like I'm not like – like I like a, a soft uh, a girl. Like I like a, a 
girl who sits at a desk all day. Like I like all the kinds of you boobs. Just like girls. Yeah, just like the flattest girls or the big boobs or the droopy boobs or just they're just like <laughs> I just find a lot of people attract I found a lot of bodies attractive. Just like all like big butts, little butts, people like who just like maybe just like walkings they're only. But I feel like women aren't like that. I feel like once you find um I feel like they're maybe more like Actually, that's not true. Maybe it's just people in general. I can't say that about all women. I knew I knew someone once, and she told me. Um, I think she went on like a like a blind date or a setup date, and the her date he told her that he had never. She's into fitness. He told her that he had never seen a guy with abs. He didn't believe guys had abs, like real abs. <laughs> that's so good. A girl thought that, or a guy? No, no. A guy said that to 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 someone I knew who went on a blind date with this guy. Oh, like it was two. It was your friend denied girl. He went out with an, one guy. Went out with another guy. No, a girl went out with a guy, <laughs> and the the guy said, told the girl that um, he's like, yeah, I don't. I've never seen a guy with abs. He's like, I don't believe guys have abs like that. That's the same guy that tells says on the internet that everyone doing CrossFit's on steroids. Or he's suing Kellogg's for five million dollars <laughs> because Pop Tarts don't have enough strawberries. What I what I also find funny. I never thought of this, but. I like growing up, I feel like all the guys like had like a certain body type of a girl and they all wanted that. And I wasn't like that. I was like that. What, 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 like that's fucking up your whole pool, your, your opportunity. Like you should like all the different bodies should be okay with, you know, fat, skinny, all of them as part of your mating pool. Like, and, and now, and now I'm 49 years old. And when I met my wife, she did, I mean, she had a nice body, but it was not a fit body in the slightest. And now my wife has an insane body. She and she doesn't do steroids. She has like a six pack, eight pack. She has this big old hard ass. She has crazy defined thighs and calves, nuts, arms. Just she's insane. And my friends who went after these chicks who were like all, you know, skinny and fit, like um, when we were younger, they're all frumpy bitches. <laughs> so I went after. I'm serious. It's crazy. I just thought of that. Oh God! Put it my up, shit, my my wife just got hot. like my barbell jobs. Get it up, baby. <laughs> my wife, wife forty six or forty seven years old, and she has the best body she's had in the whole time I've been with her. It's nuts. I mean, it's fucking it's crazy. <laughs> oh man! Oh, just it's just I'm just a lucky dude. I'm just hey, dude. I'm like Warren Buffett. I just got a positive spin, man. I just got a positive spin. <laughs> The truth has, is, is has my wife had a to, fucked nothing, up body. I, say, I wouldn't be talking nothing, about it though. Uh, what? Okay. I was gonna say it has nothing to do with the fact that your wife's a badass. Yeah, she is a badass. It's, just, it's just your it's your positivity. But if she was like, <laughs> if she was fat, I wouldn't be like, oh, I really still love her, even though she's put on sixty two pounds. I would, I just be like, I just love her. <laughs> I thought you were whole body. I, I would I say, I would say, hey, hey, let's face it. Fruity. Like, let's face it. You can be thirty. You can be thirty or forty pounds overweight at eighteen, and it's no problem. You're you're sixty I years see, old. I think. I think what you just said then, kind of what you said previously was that you're like, oh no, I love all bodies. Like, don't don't people just love all bodies? And you're like, immediately you're like, but I wouldn't talk about that particular body. Right, right. I mean, well, I wouldn't say it like that. I wouldn't. I I, I might be like, yeah, I, I would reframe reframe it. I would be like, damn, my wife's a great lay still at 49. Not, not her body got better. I wouldn't lie to you. She turned into just a fat piece of like dough meat. I wouldn't be like, yeah. (laughs) 
I'd no, also I don't like think, to know. Are you trying like, to say I was contradicting myself? Because I don't think I was. Yeah, Maybe, man, she but just cross-examined also... you and smashed you. <laughs> I also think that like you're saying that you're attracted to everybody, right? Like you can appreciate everybody's body. And I think that's that's great and that's awesome. But I also think that the person that you're attracted to is in terms of like your potential partner or your current partner at the moment, it's like there's someone that you're particularly attracted to in a special way that maybe is different from other people. So well, it's like, yes, you can appreciate everybody's body, but I don't think that means that you're like attracted to everybody and you just fucking hook up and be a partner with anybody. Right. No, no, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe 25 years ago, but not anymore. Is that what you mean? Like, I, like, yeah, I don't, I like, so, I'm not, I'm not at the beach. Like, like if I'm, if I'm at the beach and I see a girl with a good body, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't think – well, I've never really been like this. I don't start fantasizing. I'm not a fantasy. I'm not like, ooh, I'd like to fuck her. Or when I come home and I'm with my wife, I'm not thinking about this other girl when I'm with my wife. Actually, I this are we far enough into the podcast that no one's listening? <laughs> I'll tell you an interesting story. One of the reasons why I knew my wife was supposed to be my wife was because – Because you were fantasizing about her where you're fucking someone else. Yes, like, like, so I've known my wife for a long time. We like, and like, no matter where we've been in our relationship, I'm always thinking about her. So I was like, all right, shit. You get getting even into, into more detail about that, but it's like, like, I just, I just, that's a, it just seemed like a, a solid litmus test. My, it, I, I love my wife. It's as if your hearts were connected. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. Hobart, it's like I me. molded that ass in her Zero body with my you. own hands. <laughs> yeah. See that? Like, it's like I've brainwashed her to like me. I've convinced her to like me. That, that well, actually, love actually does that to you. Do you guys think that you choose love? You know, like you're saying you don't choose happiness, but what about love? Do you think that people choose who they love? I used to think as a kid I could. What about so? Okay, let's like let's I used to think that if oh, like if Oprah gay dated me, I could talk myself into loving her because she's so fucking rich. <laughs> what that's I like that you, game we should that game, um, marry rich or oh, yeah, fuck marry kill kill. Yeah, who called I couldn't, um, I couldn't, um, I couldn't be married, I couldn't love someone. Ask the who caller wasn't. who would they fuck, marry, or kill on this podcast? <laughs> yes, oh, the, between call, the three of us, caller, I'll die immediately. Hello, <laughs> hello, caller, hello, hey. So, this is totally random, probably doesn't fit in with whatever you're talking about. Can I ask uh, you a question first, or do you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, what's your name? My name's Cody Howard. I, it probably says Sherry Lawson on the call, but. Cody, of the uh, three of us, who, what are the choices? Fuck, kill, what? Marry. Who would you marry? Who would you fuck? And who would you kill? Oh, you're in a tough, you're in a tough oh. pinch. <laughs> yeah, this is tough. Um, uh, probably marry Hobart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. I'm in deep kill. shit. Yeah. I'm in deep shit. I'm in deep shit. Yeah. Sorry, Savon, you're gone. Oh, oh do you know how much? Oh my god! Oh my god! Fuck this game! Oh god! Can we keep a tally uh, of how many times people who, say who, that? Who propose? That's what I gotta know. <laughs> I'd, I'd do the same. I'd do the same. And do we have Savon before or after we get married? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I haven't thought that far. <laughs> How can I help question? you, Cody? Right. What's up, brother? So I had a totally random thought the other day. I've just been waiting for a call-in show. Okay. But I have a YouTube series for you that I think would be really successful. Okay. So you host a series with uh, Jacob Hepner and Josh Bridges. Okay. Where they just go to obscure random corners of the earth and try really random sports and just see how good they are at it. But I think it would be... I would watch that series all day long. Would I have to go with them? Uh, I mean, I think it would be good. I think you add some some comedy to it for sure. But I mean, I would watch it if you didn't go with them. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I I just wrote this down on a piece of paper. Yeah, I know. I know Josh has kids, so it probably won't happen. But I thought I would share the idea anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Do you have any other ideas? Yeah. No, nope, that's it. Sports that's on. It. Well, I'll tell you right now. With those kind of ideas, I'm glad you're not marrying or fucking me, and I'm glad you killed me. <laughs> so I don't want to hear you whispering shit in my ear like that. Okay, fair, fair, enough, fair enough. This is really Savan just being jealous that he got killed. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Right on. Have a good night. Good night. Hey, we are two stories away from talking about koala chlamydia. Can I just please get through them? Wow, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. I, I think we piece. should go straight so, Bad. Okay, we could go straight. I mean, we're two hours in, and this will be the third week in the row that I haven't been able to talk about our new corporate minimum tax or what the Build Back Better bill is. So, who cares about politics? No, no, don't do 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 corporate tax on because I have to pee. Okay, corporate minimum tax. They're vaccinating koalas against chlamydia. Chlamydia. Anyway, <laughs> new details of a democratic plan to enact a 15% minimum corporate tax on declared income of large corporations were released on Tuesday. The tax would apply only to companies that publicly report, would only apply to companies that publicly report more than $1 billion in profits annually for a three-year period. That's a loophole. <laughs> Shortly after it was released, Arizona Democrat Kristen Sinema a moderate holdout announced she would support it, giving the plan a big boost. The most profitable corporations in the country are often the worst offenders when it comes to paying their fair share. Year after year, they report record profits to shareholders and pay little to no taxes. Our proposal would tackle the most egregious corporate tax dodging by ensuring the biggest companies pay a minimum tax. They specifically reference Amazon, which they said reported $45 billion in profits over the past three years, yet paid an effective tax rate of just 4.3%, well below the 21% corporate tax rate that Savan pays. The Biden proposal differed from the current Senate proposal in a few respects. One is that the Biden plan put the income threshold at $2 billion, not $1 billion. So the Senate proposal would apply to more companies. Biden's plan also did not contain a three-year rule where the tax only applies to companies that make $1 billion or more in income for three consecutive years. Wow. That's, that's intense. <laughs> so how go. many companies are going to make it public then? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point, right? But more importantly, what is the build back better bill? The build uh -oh. back better bill is one of the, is the large infrastructure bill that, our government's trying to push through right now, which would include some new benefits for 
citizens of the United States of America, 12 weeks of paid family leave. Yes. And a free barbecue beef bacon (laughs) pizza from round table. (laughs) 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 Hey, in the better, I'm just curious if in the better bill, um, don't get a brightling either. Susan, get a, does the better bill, uh, does it talk about how you can get a job at um, barbells.com, barbelljobs.com? Well, let me get there. The U.S. Okay. is the only industrialized country to not offer paid family leave or paid time off after adopting, fostering, or giving birth to a new child, while some private companies offer this as a perk to their employees. Um, they would also, the Build Back Better bill would also tax cuts for families with children in child care support build back better would increase the child tax credit from $2,000 to $3,000 for children's ages six and older, not children's just children ages. The new tax credit for children under the age of six would be $3,600. The credit, how come it's higher when they're younger? Are they I was, I was then? trying to figure out the logic to that too. As soon as you said that, I was like, don't interrupt Sevon. Don't interrupt. No, don't no, interrupt. That, yeah. I'm truly interested by that. The credit <laughs> comes in the form of monthly checks so that parents and caregivers, I think I was way more of a burden to my mom at 16 than I was at six months. Anyway, I should ask her. I was way more of a burden mm. to your mom at 16. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll, she'll weigh in on that. Cause she does listen to this podcast. <laughs> Get the phone number up there. <laughs> She doesn't listen live. My mom gave me feedback the other day on a podcast. It, 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 it kind of rocked me. I didn't like it at all. Normally, I can take all the feedback, but she said something that fucking, whew. What was that? I don't want to talk about it. It's like that. It was like that. I was like, oh. Right, you'll tell us after the show. <laughs> um, I will. I will. I will. Poverty I got a question. I got to create. I'm going to fuck you up after the show too, Hobart. Not on purpose. I just know something that I'm going to share with you. Oh, and good. it's gonna fucking be a doozy. I can't. You're okay, gonna we're almost there. Like a motherfucker. We're, okay, we're two okay, hours, eight okay. minutes. Okay. Poverty experts believe that this child tax credit would cut po- cut child poverty in half, lifting five mil- million children out of poverty. Well, then why don't we give the credits to them and not their parents? Mm. Free community college. Put it in a mutual fund form. Yes. Another life-altering education element of the Build Back Better proposal. Why, why put it in a mutual fund where you can put it into a college fund where they're just going to go into debt <laughs> to get an art history degree and then work at McDonald's for $15 an hour and then go on strike? Okay. Um, another life-altering education element of the Build Back Better proposal is two years of free community college, which would bridge a wide gap for those socioeconomically disadvantaged by giving them a path to an associate's degree or to a four-year college degree. Going to community college was the one of the second best decision I made as an adult um, before going off to a four-year school or a state university. Several cities across the U.S. Is that US, true? Is that true? Absolutely. It was one of the best. And I, it was it was not by – it was a lot of dumb luck, I would say, and support from my my mom in the right way. But I, um, I applied to Boston University uh, at the end of high school, and then I got their financial aid package and looked at how much it costs. <laughs> and I told my mom, I said, I can't waste this much money. Um, when I don't know what I want to do for the next four years, I went to community college and it was literally the, you know, became a Oh, book, okay. Bookworm. I see what you're saying. I misunderstood yeah, the way you were presenting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think community college is great. Um, so especially if you can co- find a good one. Does it serve as like a university? Is it the same thing, but it's just free? Uh, no, this was, mine was not free, but it can be significantly less expensive. 
Mm-hmm. It's for losers who yep. aren't fucking mature enough to fucking go to real fucking college. Exactly. And they still fucking belong in high school. And what they really should fucking do is be shipped away in the, to be in the fucking military or the fucking Peace Corps for two years and have to volunteer um, to help this country and then receive a stipend or something when they get out. That probably would have been a City College is for either. fucking losers. <laughs> and I went there. And that's why I know that. It was just it, it, we're we're put on a fucking treadmill as kids in this fucking country, and 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 it, when they when you're supposed to get off, you're terrified, so you just keep going. And part of that treadmill is city college. Of course, yeah. I'm speaking in mass hyperbole. There's some square fucking motherfuckers like Hobart exactly. who fucking benefits, but like <laughs> people like me, it was just one more place to fucking try to get girls and drink more beer and and then smoke weed then, but. It was a fucking joke. I, I need someone to fucking kick my ass. All I should have right. been dragged off to fucking Mount Vernon, Illinois, and been forced to fucking clean the bathrooms at fucking at D- Daisy Fresh. For those who know, I got two more benefits of the Build Back Better plan. Tax. So cuts- do you know? Wait, sorry, so sorry. So does that make sense, Kate? What it is? It's just a high yeah, extension yeah, of following. high school. Yeah, and it's and, and when they say yeah, it's and free, the reason fuck I did you, go there, free, the reason I did go there because I was totally unprepared to go face the real world. Like that's they, you know, it seems. Yeah. Do they have like home, so Savon's not wrong? <laughs> are they known for like teaching specific skills? Like, is that why there's a difference, or is it just that it's more affordable? It's a uh, giant high. It's high school on steroids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The teachers there. The, oh, this is really gonna fuck people up. The te- <laughs> the teachers there. The students are want to be teachers. The teachers are the students are want to be students. The teachers are want to be professors. It's all. It's just poserville. It's for fucking people who just can't make the fucking leap. It's like those idiots who go play fucking basketball in Europe. Like fuck off. Get a job. No, it was good, but it gave me two years <laughs> to figure out when I was ready to make the leap. Uh, okay. Anyway. Tax cuts for electric vehicles and other climate incentives. A tax credit of at least $4,000 would be an offer for those buying an electric vehicle. So go steal a car. Go buy a used Tesla from Hertz. And do it before 2027. <laughs> I, I will say this. At my city college is where I first, for the first, I took a class and it was um, a, a circuit training class. And that was, it was like a PE class and I just took it just for credits, but it ended up being really fucking cool and exposed me to some a pretty, it was a really cool stimulus. It was basically, there's just like, you know, 20 people in the class and there are 20 stations. Most of them were machines, but it was really cool. Did you guys ever do circuit training? You guys might be too young. I'm just trying to get to the story about koalas <laughs> getting chlamydia. Okay. okay. <sighs> you want to know what's not in the build back better bill? What? A green new deal. Progressives and climate advocates had hoped for sweeping climate reforms that did not make it into Biden's Build Back Better bill. And that omission continues to be a fight between the far left and centrist Democrats. The Build Back Better plan aims to reduce carbon emissions to net zero by 2050 for short of the green, far short of the Green New Deal's goal of 2035. To climate activists like Greta Thunberg, it may be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Let me finish. It may as well build back better. Oh, blah, 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 blah. But if the other budget bill for infrastructure has passed, there may be hope yet for some form of climate reform, <clears throat> though not nearly as robust as those outlined in the robust is the wrong word in that sentence, though not nearly oh, as. Oh, your baby passion fruit. There I'm listening is. to you, Hobart. No, that's you're He's definitely not. really ruined the whole story. Or improving it, I kind of said. 
All right, there we go. Okay, on October 15th, the Australia Zoo Wildlife Hospital began a phase three trial to vaccinate koalas and all of the citizens of Australia against chlamydia, according to a statement by the University of the Sunshine Coast. At least half of koalas in Southeast Queensland and New South Wales have the sexually transmitted disease, which begs the question, who is having sex with all of these koalas? Did you add that? Is that you? No, that's in there. Which is a yes, says me. Which is a major factor in koalas' population (laughs) decline. The researchers will microchip the participating marsupials. Take note of that. The researchers and the Australian government will microchip the participating marsupials so that they can track, so they keep track of how they fare over the next twelve months. You can't really easily give antibiotics to koalas says Peter Timms, a microbiologist at the University of the Sunshine Coast. People do, but it upsets the koala's gut bacteria and they need their gut bacteria to digest eucalyptus leaves so they can get high as hell. (laughs) Unfortunately, 10 or even 20% of animals that go through the wildlife hospital come back to the hospital. In a lot of cases, if you just treat them with antibiotics, they often come back with the chlamydial disease again. Chlamydia is a major threat to koala populations, but is not the only one. Koalas were hunted until the 1920s. I didn't know that. And now habitat loss, automobile strikes, and bushfires. Those are brush fires in the U.S. people. Oh, dude, I thought a bushfire was something totally different. My bad. A bushfire is what's caused when a koala gets chlamydia. Bushfires when you just dry hump. So I can tell so when you've had enough of the news. Um, a 2016 <laughs> study as to everything is just an allegory for sex. A 2016 study estimated that there are about 330,000 koalas left in Australia, but 60,000 of them may have been affected by the 2019 and 2020 bushfires <laughs> reports. If approved, the vaccine could help to turn around koala populations that might disappear. When you read this story, I, f- I felt something in my heart and I, and I wanted to uh, explore those feelings that I had in my heart. And by the grace of God, I was blessed with this computer that has <laughs> DuckDuckGo on it and also has access to barbelljobs.com. But no, that's another story. And I looked up the word chlamydia to see exactly what chlamydia is. Chlamydia is a common STD that can affect both men and women. It can cause serious permanent damage to a woman's reproductive reproductive system. I don't even know what that is. That I mean that's like the thing inside of it that looks like a bull, fallopian tubes. Correct. This <laughs> this can make it difficult or impossible for her to get pregnant later. Chlamydia can Chlamydia can also cause a potentially fatal ectopic pregnancy oh i think that's when ectopic pregnancy help me kate i think that's when the egg attaches in the fallopian tubes correct that'd be fucked up what if you were born and you oh man you'd be look think, like a sausage when you were born i think they figured that out before that happens but yeah uh um so so i don't know what the deal is if this doesn't look like it it messes with dudes at all just fuck some chicks up good <laughs> Good. Can chlamydia be cu- how is treated? Chlamydia, what if I don't get treated? Okay. The initial damage it's bacteria, that chlamydia it's bacterial. Co- so um, yeah, an antibacterial. It's just will, uh, all antibiotics are. So some ivermectin. Who got it in their eye? Really? It's super common. Chlamydia is like crazy common. No, like, that's only- always. Sorry. There's always outbreaks. Like in, uh, I remember going to my doctor. She used to work in the on the army base, and she was like, "Oh, it's just like 
rampant it there. Like just everyone had it. Just sprinkle some here and there. So um, on ivermectin I mean, only works on horses. <laughs> ah, my bad. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Don Lemon. Um, uh, where? What if happens if I don't get it? Oh, here, here. What if I don't get it treated? The initial damage that chlamydia causes often goes unnoticed. However, chlamydia can lead to serious health problems. If you're a woman, untreated chlamydia can spread to your uterus and fallopian tubes, tubes that carry fertilized eggs from the ovaries to the uterus. This can cause pelvic inflammatory disease. PID often has no symptoms. However, some women have abdominal pelvic pain. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, here we go. Here's the important part. Sorry, guys. Men rarely have health problems linked to chlamydia. Infection sometimes spreads to the tube that carries sperm from the testicles, causing pain and fever. Look at, like with the women, they tell right. you what it is. They tell I you did, it's a fallopian tube and shit. For I dudes, did read it's a, just the tube. I did read a study that said uh, <laughs> sperm infected with chlamydia, um, 50% of them fail a polygraph test. <laughs> <laughs> hey when they you know why it's uncomfortable because they're on fire when they come down that tube oh. those sperm they're just like they're just like they're like smoking cigarettes and shit i have two more stories and they're crossfit related i don't know if I, we, we could end them it's two hours 20 minutes but i thought i forgot i had them i'm having a blast i'm, I'm i gotta pee i'll All be right. back Here okay. we, well i wanted let's, kate to win let's so. talk about let's talk about kate let's talk about what cody wants to do to kate <laughs> Who's Cody? That's the caller that had to choose between the, 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 <laughs> that he, that killed you. <laughs> yeah, uh, he wants to keep you as a concubine. Concubine. He wanted to marry you. I think it was the other way around. <clears throat> what do you mean? No, he wanted to marry you, kill me, oh. and bone Kate. Uh oh, I heard an echo. Those are fair choices. Look, so I've moved my office around a little. Hobart. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you're in a different place that you were than last time. So I'm in my office and in front of me, I'm sitting at a desk and in front of me where, where you can't see is a, a couch and I'm setting up like a whole podcast suite. Like I have all these microphones and all these lights and all this shit I used to have. I used to anyway, I'm setting it up so that when we collect all of this uh, and, and I'm going to post jobs for people to uh, come work on the podcast for me on. um barbelljobs.com <laughs> oh man and you see i got a picture of pat barber behind yeah me. it's great great movie thank you get that out of there Sousa. <laughs> uh uh you can see Sousa. no but he just put up a barbelljobs.com banner <laughs> oh, awesome. uh how are you wireless caller good how are you guys doing tonight living the dream Awesome. Hey, just wanted to call in quick. Say I love the show. Love all the news you guys put out. Thank you. And just just wanted to pick your brain real quick. Uh, kind of new to CrossFit. Don't have much experience. Um, if you guys had just a piece of advice for someone, just a garage gym, just a good piece of equipment to get started with, uh, what, what would your suggestion be? It's inappropriate to stand um, less than three feet away from the person working out directly in front of you. Wait, what did you ask? Advice for working out in an affiliate? No, no, no. So we don't don't have an affiliate where I'm at. Uh, The closest one is about an hour drive for me. So I'm I'm trying to get kind of my own garage gym set up going. Um, New, just getting started. If you guys could just do one piece of equipment – use 
just as a general workout, what would your go-to equipment be? Get on Craigslist, get a set of dumbbells. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 29. Do you already have dumbbells? I do not. Do you have any equipment? I don't. No, we just moved. Finally got a location where I start getting something going. And like I said, pretty new to CrossFit. Like the idea of it, like the idea of functional fitness and love what you guys are doing. Just looking to get started. Uh, um, how tall are you? I am right at six foot. And um, can you put your when you put your hands up over your head? Does it touch the roof in your garage? It does not. I luckily I've got a nine foot ceiling. Uh, and um, so you're six feet tall. And how much do you weigh? Right now, two forty five. What size dumbbells should he get? Oh, you can't just do like a gratuitous breath, just a. <laughs> I could do whatever I want. So it's an important question. I'm taking it seriously. Honestly, I would just start with a pair of 35s, rip those around, and then if those feel good, get a pair of 50s. Okay. I, I'm going to say I, 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 I would go with even l- l- lighter than that. No, 135 because you can single arm. Yeah, no, 35s. All right. <laughs> okay. Because you can use a single. It's fine. I think you should get rings too. I was going to say like a pull-up bar. Rings mm. good. Yeah, pull-up bars. Okay. Good. Pull-up bars really, you really, a, really, you get a pair really of dumbbells good. and a pull-up bar, it's a lot of shit you can do. Hey, can you open your garage door and run? Like, can you run around your block? Do you have like sidewalks? Yeah, we got like a, a paved bike trail uh, oh. that we can get out and go running on that would work. You're stoked. What's what state do you live in? Uh, Nebraska. Is it going to be freezing in your garage in the winter? Oh yeah, it it will. I'm gonna get a heater put in there, but currently don't have one yet. How much money are you going to spend on your gym total? I'd like to stay. I don't know. I'd like to stay under five thousand. Oh. I mean, that's, I think that's a reasonable price to get a decent setup. Oh, dude, you're going to have so much crazy shit. <laughs> hey, what would you what would you say, Hobart, if he has to get a machine? The skier, the rower, or the bike? The assault I mean, bike just or rower. Bike? Honestly. Really? You do the rower over the echo bike or the assault bike? You didn't say echo bike. You said assault bike. You didn't say echo bike, the official bike of CrossFit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I would, I think I would go rower. I just feel like I just, the bike's great, but I feel like if, if you can run, um, you got to run, man. So much fitness yeah. in that, but it, kettlebells and dumbbells. Honestly, I would look to Craigslist list first because you can usually find decent quality for much less expensive than you would buy and then you don't have to pay for all the shipping and stuff like that or facebook marketplace um and that will leave you some extra cheddar to get a nice barbell set up when you're ready to do that yeah um that's pretty much what i've had the last like three months a barbell and squat racks is the best yeah and you got a dope pull-up bar yeah, I have a pull-up bar. Um, uh, Hobart, um, how many days a week are you running? Me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right you. now? Mr. Running's important. It's really important. Right now, probably one, maybe two. Oh, shit. Okay. 
I'm impressed. All right. Hmm. All right. Thanks, dude. Good luck with your gym. Um, feel free to DM Hobart um, as many times as you want for more information. <laughs> awesome. Thank Happy you, guys. Fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Good luck. Chlamydia. <laughs> CrossFit drug policy in a six post series on Instagram, CrossFit athlete Larissa Kuna calls on CrossFit to revisit their two year ban decision, calling it unfair. Kuna says she takes, I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. Kuna says she takes some of the most common supplements like beta alanine and collagen. The two supplements that ended up having traces of Osterine in them, which I believe was a substance that she um, was popped for and banned for. She said, quote, I've been using the same supplements from the same two companies for a long time. They are all regulated by ANVISA, which is the Brazilian Food and Drug Administration. She does, however, bring up the argument that since the amount found in her system was so low, it could not have had performance enhancing effects. There's an interesting argument in there. And therefore, she had no intention to cheat. What's the name of the drug? I want to look it up. Osterine. As a result, CrossFit did lower her sentence from a four-year ban to a two-year ban after she appealed and proved, and she was able to prove her supplements were contaminated unknowingly. Oh, she was able to prove that? She was able to prove that? Yeah, there are other athletes that had the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, None mentioned in this story, but yet, even so, she said, I would still wholeheartedly believe that the punishment is way too hard. As for CrossFit as an organization, she's going to continue to fight her sanction in hopes that change will come, not just for her, but for a future of the sport. She believes that, well, she says she's impressed with how the values such as inclusivity, equality, and diversity have been implemented in a successful way and the direction the brand of CrossFit has been taken. Therefore, she challenges CrossFit to add fairness as one of its core values added. She also mentioned in the article that because it's a private company, she thinks CrossFit should weigh all of these on a case-by-case basis, which I feel like they did hers to some extent, though I don't know all the facts of it. I don't... Uh, Hobart, have you thought about tomorrow morning um, just doing a quick browsing of uh, barbelljobs.com? Maybe maybe she needs to do that. Larissa Kunha needs to go to, instead of instead of chasing her aspirations find a place where she can <laughs> coach she got um, it down I'm, to two years i'm impressed with that she got it down it was four and she talked him down to two yeah and she still she, wants more she's like no fuck it remove all of it oh that's interesting so um so kind of like uh it's funny like people say that the that guy was telling me that the crossfit protects athletes like they're prize athletes this girl's i've never even heard of this girl Prize, um, she ain't prize nothing. Hey, it, it's, it's a SARM. It's a SARM. It makes you decrease body fat, increase muscle math, increase strength. Has healing properties, and it shouldn't be consumed by humans. Should have ate raw liver. Um, I just, you know, I think there's a problem with the argument of like, hey, it didn't add any performance enhancing benefits to me because I don't think that's the rule. The rule is if you have it in your system, then you get the punishment. It's not that if you if it helped you enhance your performance, you get the punishment. That's not mm. – and not that I think the rule – maybe the rule could use changing, but I think that's just a hard tree to bark up. Yeah, there's a pretty clear line with is it in your system or is it not? I mean, that's and just they, it. They call on that. I have sympathy. I have sympathy. I have compassion. I have 
understanding. I have empathy. I have fuck. I don't know what I have, but like I'm I'm not hating on her. Like I hear her argument, but you just have to have a rule that's a rule that's a rule. And like if if you if you don't want to take the risk and you're serious about your shit, you should have it tested before you consume it. That's all I can really say about that. It's not the other way around. It's not get popped. And can she sue this company that that did this to her? Can she be like? I mean, if someone or or does it not matter? I don't actually in outside of the U I mean in the US you could sue everything mm. and everyone. I mean holy shit if you can sue Kellogg for having not enough strawberries in their pop tarts you sure should be able to sue a supplement company for sprinkling a little osterine in your God, I, I, and, and, I, and I look at these pictures of the people who've taken this drug and all it does is make me want to take it. <laughs> huh? Fuck. So so what 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 does does this um chalk up morning chalk up do they have do they make an opinion on it do they say they didn't really have an opinion on it no are they sympathetic to her what does Brian Friend think you know I don't know really what he thinks about uh, steroid use I don't know if he's like I don't know if he has a that'd be a good little twenty minutes with Brian Friend oh shit Uh, what's the final line I do believe there. Oh, shit. I do believe in Eric Rosa and the new regime at the company. I have been impressed with how value such as... Be cool, Sevy. Be cool. I'll bring that up on another podcast when my friends Hobart and... Thank you. (laughs) But, But read the comments. Someone in the comments nails it. It's fucking... Um... Uh, bottom line, if this is your career and your livelihood depends on competition in CrossFit or any sport, then it's 100% your responsibility to have your supplements checked or take supplements that have been tested and approved already. This has happened way too frequently to plead ignorance at this point, in my opinion. The penalty is harsh, yes, but crime is completely avoidable. If it was not, then HQ may have considered altering their regulatory rules. But until then, just go with the products with a badge on them. If enough people did, maybe more companies would place greater importance on how their products are manufactured or processed. I don't, I don't understand why that here's the part that I struggle with. Why would a company put this Osterine in their shit? And especially if it's, it's a negligible effect. Like I, I don't, um, it's like, it's like posting, a, a going to a dating app and posting like, it's, it's like if I posted all these pictures on the dating app, but that I didn't tell the girls I was uh, five five, and they just had to figure out when they saw me. Like that, like come on, man. <laughs> all right. I mean, does that destroy the brand of the of those products? There we go. Last story. Holy shit! Is that true? Carrie Pier- yeah, very true. Announces her retirement from competitive CrossFit on October twenty second. Um, 2020 CrossFit Games bronze medalist Carrie Pierce. That happened four days well ago, and I'm just hearing about times this. America's fittest woman announced her retirement from competitive CrossFit after seven years in the sport. I just wanted to do a little tribute and read through a couple of her compliment accomplishments. 2015, her CrossFit Games debut. 2016. Winning the Murph event at the 2016 CrossFit Games, where she also received the most improved award. She ranked fifth overall, an improvement from 16 ranks from her 21st place finish in 2015. 2017, represented the USA in the 2017 CrossFit Invitational in Australia. The USA finished in third place. 
2018, she won her heat for the Fibonacci final event at the 2018 CrossFit Games. 2019, she won Mary against all other CrossFit athletes who competed at the CrossFit Games, male or female. Can any other female ever say that about any event? Uh, there, I think there are some swimming events. There might be a swimming or running mm-hmm. event. Yeah. Sam Briggs might Perhaps have one so. of those. I think oh. there's some in the open as well where some of the females were beating the guys. I yep. Don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Tia must have some of those. But the Mary thing was um, was awesome to watch. Um, yeah. And also, I believe she won the Atlanta event. Um, she was the first mm-hmm. athlete in the field to cross both the men's and women's divisions to finish that event with a time of 47, 56, 68. So two um, literally event wins at the CrossFit Games, which uh, it's very cool. So her final competition will be this coming weekend at the 2021 Rogue Invitational down in Austin, Texas. She's pretty badass. Badass. How, how old did you say she was? Did you say? Uh, I did not say that. I did not say that. How old is she? she? In her like 30s? But good luck, Carrie Pierce. Mm. It's awesome. Let's see. At the beginning of the show, I made that snarky remark to that guy on my Instagram account where I talked about his mom. Let's see if he responded. Oh, he did. So th- he's he said to me, uh, did Matt and Josh drop you? I haven't heard Josh, Matt, Sevon podcast in a while. I wrote back and said, no, they've just been busy with your mom. He wrote back, maybe Matt, but Josh has been too busy with your mom. Oh, <laughs> he fucking schooled me. What do I say back to him? I just laugh. Yeah, I walked right into that one. Fuck, yeah. I hate it when I lose a your mom battle. <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone. Happy news. Uh, Tomorrow morning, Adrian Bosman, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, live call-in. Ask the judge anything. Ask him about how many times he's done steroids. (laughs) That's going to be good. Dude, Adrian Adrian is the – he weighs 165 pounds, and there's no 165-pound man on the planet that looks as big as him. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's true. That's true. He's the KSD, KSD of judges. What's that? King swing and dick. Ah, yes. <laughs> and uh, did I mention to you if you're looking for a job? Barbelljobs.com. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Susa. Yes.